Previously on Backseat Fantasy. You're at my doorstep, knocking at my door, looking for six. You're going to find it here, William. You go see right. Castro next door. <laughs> We're going to find out. Oh, God. This is the trash talk? This God bless, man. This is why Castro hates you. <laughs> Oh, we're going to find out. <laughs> we found out, William. Cool. What happened? We found out, didn't cool, we? Dude. What happened? Cool. Uh, you know, it was just an off week. It was an off week. Oh, off week, off week. We'll break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Some people yeah. might already know based on our moods what actually happened and whether or not you found your six or if you got to go to a homeless kid next door and look for it next week. I guess being homeless next door doesn't make sense, does it? Other <laughs> <laughs> the homeless kid being so, Castro. I'm on a hot. Yeah, go see the poor boy next door. You might find some six wins over there. Damn. Only only guy he can beat is your brother. Uh, yes, yes. We f- we found out. We'll cover the spilled milk special uh, for sure. Yeah. We typically we close the preview on it. Seems to be our pattern now. Four years in, we kind of finally starting to find a group, and we open with it on the recap following week. But uh, plenty of time, plenty of time yeah. for that. Limited crew this week: just me, William, and Jose. No Castro. Oh yeah. No fun. Oh fuck yeah. Just the three man. This might be the first three man. All season, right? I think so. I think so, and I laugh uh, about it too, because yeah. because what Caster has missed the last two. Yep. But like before then, he was like, "Oh, like a Mister One Hundred Percent." Yeah, he kept yeah. like flaunting that, and just like, okay, <laughs> he's not serious. Cool, um, bro. I totally missed. Like, I I don't take notes um, mid episode, and I churn them out so quickly that I'm like, "What did we talk about?" And I would love to, you know, usually the titles have something to do. Um, Serious people would have been a great title for the episode a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode even. But I just fucking, if you guys uh, think about something that that stands out, uh, let me know. But for sure, we'll get another opportunity. I'm yeah, sure, we'll... sure. Just another inside joke on the thing. But yeah, we in here. Thank you guys, William. Thanks for coming to take your medicine in person. Big man move. Yeah, dude, I am a man. <laughs> Tell well, that that makes sense because I am a man. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll recap all the week six action as usual. But uh, yeah, how you guys doing? How's weekend? Amazing. Yeah, amazing, amazing weekend. Yeah, amazing. just you know, yeah. good good football action. Um, oh. you know, the cooler weather's coming in. Hoodies yes. out, as y'all can see, my bleach stain hoodie. But you know, oh, I thought that was a design. Oh, that's a cool. That's a throw. Okay. Okay. No, it's it's my favorite Spurs hoodie um, that got released three years ago. Uh, oh God, yeah. William! The, the third, um, yeah, William took his shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm showing my my hoodie, Will just takes off his clothes. Okay, it's no, it's my favorite <laughs> Spurs throwback color hoodie, the Fiesta colors from like three years ago. But six months after getting it, Myra, I guess, threw in bleach um oh. on accident so like this and like two of my other dark clothes have these stains on it and Myra's like oh well, it's like a tie-dye fiesta and i'm like no it's not so I've, i haven't <laughs> i haven't worn this my sweater <laughs> I, for real i haven't worn this out in public so this is just strictly my at home hoodie but you know i love the design they don't make them anymore so you know one of a kind and it got ruined damn so. 
Yeah, yeah you need a few more. You need a few more spots. So just that one spot, it kind of looks like a soda stand. There's some on the back, but yeah, on okay. the front, that's that's the only that's the only one. But yeah, Ghostbusters go. I really like ask you about it, but I was like, nah, I don't want to. If, if it is a bleach stain, like I don't want to bring it up. That I know that's a a Spurs sweater, so I was like, yeah. I like that they went retro. The silver and black was so boring. So bringing back the the teal and pink and uh, yeah, what's the third color? Orange, orange. Yeah, bringing those colors back. I'm like thinking about it. <laughs> I'm, trying yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see your sweater. Trying to see your sweater. No, it's I, I love it, and I wish I I wish they would keep this. Like they always do, like the city edition or. Um, I think it I was going to say street edition or city edition. I think it's city edition, but they change it up every year. And so last year it was like, they went hard on that, that like teal color, um, to make that like the primary throwback or the retro city edition jerseys. But this year for the Spurs, they, I think they like, or someone leaked the design and it looks terrible. Uh, um, I can't even describe it. It's nothing like this or what we've seen in the past, but it's more, um, it, it is retro, but I think, but it's, it's, it's like a light orangish color. I, it's gross. I don't, I hope, I hope it's, it's, that was just a rumor or someone like, you know, had nothing else better to do than to create an ugly design and leak it out. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I love what, what they did a couple years back. Didn't they do that with the Sonic movie or that was the rumor? They released like the ugliest version oh, yeah. of Sonic ever and the whole internet shit on it. And they're like, oh, we're going to fix it. So they, yep released the fixed version everyone's like it seemed like you had this ready to go the whole time and maybe you just trolled us with this shitty one so that everyone thought it was just better automatically that could be what they're doing. i hope i hope that's what they're doing and they don't announce that those gross colors uh, we'll see um you'll have to show me uh, speaking of the spurs don't want to go off but it's it's almost time we're nine days away from the the wemby release and i think the home opener was last night yeah no yeah monday no, the monday was it Monday? We no, played the Rockets just, last night, but it was over just, the weekend. It's still preseason. It's still preseason. Oh, uh, right, tomorrow, right, right. Well, t- yesterday was the second and last preseason game. Tomorrow is the last. Tomorrow, Wednesday, the 18th is the last preseason game. And then the home opener is next Wednesday against the Mavs. Um, but they are playing, I think, the actual opener on the road. Though it's, I think it's an, yeah, it's got to be an away game. Um, oh, that's not the season opener against the Mavs? It's the home I, opener? I, I think it's just the home opener. Um, I think the... Season openers on the road. Checking. I want to get that. Oh right no, maybe it is. Maybe it Justin is. Will correct me. Because it's it's Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Okay. Tomorrow is not the final preseason game. Friday is against the Warriors, but they're on the road. And then Wednesday is the home and season opener um, nice. for the Spurs. Next Wednesday, the 25th. That's nice. It's getting excited. Yeah, sorry, I meant the preseason home opener for Wimby because that was the first one. I think that was the 14th. Can't remember. Either way, I can't watch the games because because uh, I have no cable. But I see the stat lines, and uh, he's he's rocking preseason at least. It seems he's legit. It's it's way different from the uh, the summer league well, game we, that that we yeah. <laughs> we all saw. That we watched. <laughs> our, yeah, our wallets went into a panic Concerns. as he got blocked by Fuck. a summer league guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was scary. That was very scary. Uh, how about you, Lee? Yeah, you, how was it with your brother being gone? <laughs> You live in this bed. It's quiet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was actually really busy. Friday night, uh, went skating with my son, or he, he, you know, learning how to skate. So, uh, he's at that age now where he, uh, is making plans. Um, without not, you, like without telling me, you oh. know. So they apparently had this plan after school, like, yeah, we're gonna go skating at you know with my friends at five, 
And I said, oh, that's cool. Let me know how that goes for you <laughs> and how you're going to get there and pay for it. And he just looks at, you know, just like, what? Like, like yeah, you're making plans with your friends. You have, like, how, how do you expect to get there? And uh, so they ended up going. Um, my parents took them or took my son, not them. And because uh, I was still at work and um, it was closed. And I was like, that is what y'all get for making plans and not telling your parents. So we went back at eight o'clock and like uh, some of the friends that were there, some of the parents was like, did y'all just figure this out last minute too? We're like, yeah, yeah, we sure did. All these fifth graders making plans. Damn. Yeah. So uh, it was very interesting, but they had fun. So that was cool. We did that like all night. And then Saturday we went to Fiesta, Texas, like pretty much all day. Oh. Um, you have season uh, passes there? So my son does. Uh, <laughs> Do your son runs that household? It sounds like. <laughs> well, no. So like Heidi and I did something. Like I have Slurbon season passes, uh, and then Heidi takes him to Fiesta Texas. So they got Fiesta Texas uh, Six Flags season passes because I don't ride the rides. It makes no sense for me to like, mm. you know. So like they do. So that's why I'm like he has one. But you know, we went this weekend because we had family come in town and they were going to specifically Six Flags, and uh, it was just cheaper to get the season pass. So I did. I got it for the rest of the year and next year. Damn. So that's how they get you. I I fucking got it. It's better than paying like twice, you know, two daily tickets. You know, it's like eighty dollars. Um, so I said fuck it and did that. So yeah, we were out there. We had fun. Fright fright uh fest. We didn't really experience uh, like the haunted houses, but we got to experience like the scare zones. And it was pretty fun. It was overstimulating, but fun. There was a lot of noise and a lot of people running around and just like. Did yeah, you get scared? Was, I didn't get scared. No, no, I didn't. What What is yeah. What is your phobia? What is the, like a one thing? If you were to come out, you say I don't really want to fuck around with that. Is it Is it clowns? Uh, I don't know if I have one. I think I think mine would just be like the actual house, like the haunted house. And I think you remember Mario when we went to that fucking insane asylum oh, that yeah. one time. Well, that was like not, unregulated, so I don't right, blame like, you for that. I'm not fucking with that. That I'm like, it was just bad juju all over. I'm like. I'm not going inside. Like, no, thank you. I feel like somebody was watching me. So, yeah, a uh, random guy showed up. Like, a random person uh, yeah, who didn't know showed I, up. I don't know if I have like a, a phobia in these haunted houses. I, I like going to them and experiencing uh, all types of different things. Um, but there's not one yeah. thing that you're like, man, I hope I don't, I hope they don't have this thing. What maybe if it's not even maybe something closed off? I was just gonna say, what if it's yeah. a tight room, like the walls yeah. are kind of closed in? Yeah, like an elevator or like just a tight like tube or something. Like I don't fucking know. Like good to yeah, know. No. Good to know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you? Uh, yeah, disappointing Sunday and uh, yeah, other than that, it's good. Sunday was rocking for me. How about you? How about you, Jose? Phobia. Horror house, haunted house, thing? Oh, fucking all of it, probably. I, I hate, I hate. Okay, yeah, I do hate clowns. Um, it, it's got to be a very specific looking clown. Um, the like the original it. Uh, okay. Uh, Tim Curry, Tim Curry, Tim Curry. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah. That that's scary. Um, the new it, you know, is, he's fine, but not nothing compares to, to the original. Um, even like that terrifier clown mask, like that. that yeah, that one's kind of blah. Yeah. Yeah, it still scares the shit out of me though. Uh, but I just <laughs> I just hate surprises. Um, it, uh, like it's a good, house full of them. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, I hate being surprised. <laughs> I hate the jump scares. Like I like to. You guys know me. I like to plan out uh, my life. So um, I like. I don't like unexpected occurrences. And when that happens, and you know, there's creepy music and people dressed up. You know, and, and, and with a specific pur- purpose of you know throwing you off and scaring you. Uh, haunted houses just aren't my jam. Not for me. Do you guys have a run of show for this haunted house? I really need to plan this out in my head. Just tell me everything that's going to happen in what order at what time. <laughs> Like, no, that. <laughs> and I'm not coming in. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I think I was too freaked out to do them when I was younger. I've done a couple as an adult as recently as last year and some that are like, yeah. you know, top ranked in the state apparently. And then I see people get freaked out and I realize like, I, I think it would have got me when I was younger. They don't really get me now except for the one thing that's in every haunted house. And again, like, I don't really run or scream or anything, but I just get a little bit of an uneasiness and I look at it very closely it's the Texas chainsaw guy that they typically oh. have like behind a fence and he's got the thing making the chainsaw. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of red lights and smoke. You can't really get a great view of it. Then at some point he comes out from behind the fence and he's right in your face. And my I've watched a lot of scary movies. So in my head, I'm thinking it just takes one dude who is like not right in the head who just one day decides I'm bringing a real chainsaw today. So it's just I don't like that there's no gap yeah. between like finding it like confirming and having time to do anything because he's just right oh, so it just makes me a little <laughs> uneasy because it's really hard to tell in those situations sure. so some not i mean well, it's kind of related but mario the last time i went over uh over to visit you we, we we went out and then we 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 came back to the house and we're like oh let's just watch a movie or whatever and so we threw on what was currently featured on uh max <laughs> hbo uh-huh. max and it was um evil shit. dead Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise, which I, man, I try to be brave because I'm like, I'm not going to let anyone try to, you know, see me scared. And (laughs) we throw, we throw that on and I was like, it's all right. I got a buddy. Like you're just two grown men watching a scary movie. It's not going to be that scary. And it's late, but Mario passes out and there I am. There's a scary movie on. Like (laughs) I I have no one, no, no emotional support. And I'm just like there, like watching the movie, like maybe if I can just, cause you had the remote close by you. And I was like, (laughs) I can't turn it off. Yeah. I was like, maybe if I just like reach over there, but if he wakes up, it's going to be really awkward. Like, oh no, I was just going (laughs) to pet your head. Like nothing, nothing weird here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kissing you goodnight. (laughs) So, uh, I didn't sleep much that night cause I had to watch the, you know, most of that movie. Um, and it's not that it was scary. It's just when it comes to spirits and stuff like, oh, buddy, that's uh, that gets me. <laughs> I feel like that would get Myra a lot, too. She would uh, she might get Dude, Myra out. loves scary, scary. Like she loves all the scary movies, all the like that's her go to. Even movie. the possession like, stuff. A lot of yeah. people have read tape on that. OK, not, not her. She's like smiling and laughing and like, oh, let's watch oh. it again. And I'm like, fuck off. I'm like, no mm-hmm. way. <laughs> Interesting month. Yeah, I, I, I like this time of year when this sort of subject matter comes up um yeah i'm surprised i was fighting for my life trying to stay awake we had had a long couple days uh while you were here just very active and we got home and i was like i'm not gonna make it through this movie i i kept that thought to myself and i'm like i'm gonna try and then just the next day i knew it was six in the morning and i woke up and and i think jose was already like awake just still, probably, still probably had the covers over over yeah, me like, everyone's like, asleep. <laughs> 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 oh fuck this oh man all right all right well how's your weekend dude you didn't tell us how your weekend was uh probably too long of a story at this point we're already 15 minutes in but uh i spent most of it doing uh they were doing david goggins challenge um oh, i did see that That's it was I, yeah i'm not really great about doing social media stuff but i was like let me try because a couple people knew about it uh, i mean i think i told 
your brother and Jose just the night before? Because um, I had decided it two days before. I just thought next time I have two days off, I'm I'm gonna do it. And the challenge itself was uh, it's called the four by four by forty eight. So it's four miles. You run four miles every four hours for forty eight hours. And if you do it correctly, you'll have knocked out forty eight miles over the span of two days over that forty eight hour time. So. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of research going into it. Uh, the couple people I told, they're like, Hey, hydrate two days early. It's like the day before <laughs> they're like, hydrate early. You're like, oh, sure. okay. They're like, you got shoes. You got good shoes. I'm like, I have some tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like, make sure you grab, you know, protein this and all and stretch this out. And like, uh, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm not really great about social media things, but I'm like, all right, just in case I start to waver, I'm going to have some accountability. I told a couple people, I started posting it and just, just had it out there and banged out the first. So it's, it's 12 runs total. I started at 9am Friday morning. So four hours after 9am is 1pm. Four hours after that is 5pm. So the cycle was basically 9am, 1pm, 5pm, 9pm, 1am, 5am, 9am, 1pm again. So just 915, 915 over and over and over again until it totals up to 12 runs, which maxes out at, at 48 hours. Um, I had I started taking little notes after each run. The first run, solid. I think I finished like 33-something minutes, like eight and a half average. I'm like, all right, this will be, be fine. Uh, then I did the 1 p.m. and slowed down a little bit, in like 37, 38 minutes. I'm like, okay, no big deal, no big deal. And then, uh, then the third run happened. I think I was in the 40s. The muscles started getting a little tight. And then I went to go like just kind of sit in cold water because I hear that helps. And I took my sock off and my whole toe was purple. Like, oh, fuck. I, d- I didn't expect that to happen right away. And Jose reached out. He was following along and uh, was telling me, hey, man, I think it's your shoes. So I swapped shoes to another pair of $20 Nikes that I had gotten from an outlet store. <laughs> Definitely that was not running shoes. And yeah, man, after after the fifth leg, um, every I think I had like stress fractures in my feet because every step hurt on uh, on my right foot on the right side and then on my left foot on the top side. And, uh, I never really thought about quitting. Uh, but there were times where I was going out there like, I, I don't want to fucking do this right now. It just, it just hurts. But after like a mile or two, it would start, uh, it would start easing up. So I would just kind of numb the pain and then be able to, to crank out a little bit. By the time I was getting after the fifth run, all my times went up to like 53, 55, 58 minutes. I never broke an hour. But that last one, I ended at 5 a.m. So that last 1 a.m. that was run 11 and that last 5 a.m. Uh, was tough because there was nobody you know, like awake. Nobody's really watching. And man, like one of the unexpected things, and this is like the good side of social media was, I man, I had so many people reach out and lend support. Like Jose was reacting off every single run that I went out to and text me the whole time. I heard from Jay. I heard from both my sisters. I heard from people I I I don't want to forget anybody off the top of my head, but I heard from people that I don't even talk to necessarily, like but once or twice a year, if even that. Uh, a couple of people I work with, and uh, I heard a lot of uh, "you're crazy." I heard a lot of uh, "you're stupid." I heard a lot of "you're insane." Uh, but towards the end, everyone was like, "Man, good fucking shit, good job." So <laughs> it was like whether it was complimentary or just "you're crazy," it was all fuel and it was all needed. So I appreciated the. Uh, to reach out and uh yeah i, I the, my prize I, I have the shirt on right now four oh, by yeah. four Heck by yeah. 48 i bought it early to hold myself accountable you guys know how i hate wasting money and uh it's <laughs> it's dated it says 2023 so i had to get it done before the year was yeah. over just uh you know just you know you guys know i i listened to a lot of this guy and 
you can spend a lot of time talking about it, but um, I had this challenge in my head and wanted to take it on and, uh, and, and did it. So thanks. Thanks to everyone who reached out. I'm sorry if I forgot any names off the top. You know, Tony, I heard from Tony. He just gave me the middle finger. He didn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was his thing. And I heard from uh, his wife, Kaylee, she reached out to. And um, I forget what she was saying, but uh, but she was, she was being nice about it. And she, she was like, when are you going to sleep? I'm like, I'll just get some little naps here and there. And I go, here's what your husband said. And she goes, she goes, he's just mad because he'd break his ankles if he tried anything like this. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. He's on my side at least. But uh, yeah, and it was, uh, it was cool. I don't think it's really hit me yet. Uh, I, but that's what I'm saying. I finished at 6 a.m. because it took me a fucking hour. I finished at 6 a.m. Sunday morning and you know, an hour and a half later, the London game was starting. So I just laid in bed. I placed an order for Wingstop and just sat there all day long on my ass, eating Wingstop, watching football. <laughs> yeah, totally lazy day. Um, but yeah, it was, it was it was good. I'm glad I I'm glad I did it. Wasn't sure if I would be able to. I'm still limping around the entire building. But uh, yeah, again, uh, Jose, I think you were leading the charge and uh, a couple of, oh, Kyle. I don't, Kyle doesn't know this, but thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's a guy I worked with fucking years ago who also was commenting on like applauding every single thing, just super nice guy. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks to everybody for the uh, support along the way. That's awesome. Yeah, Congrats. Never doubted you. Never doubted you. Yeah. You said that from the beginning and I was like, okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to, I have a little bit of doubt. My biggest fear was something would stop working. Like my like yeah. foot would break or something. It felt like it got close, but we were, we were good. But I, yeah, again, appreciate it. Yeah, man, you, yeah, and you man. said it yourself, like run, walk, just as, crawl, like as long as you get those just four kidding. miles in. So, um, yeah, never doubted you. Um, I, I ran a four miler at 5 p.m. on a Saturday um, and I was like, oh, like two miles in. I was like, oh, like good weather, like my, my lungs feel good. And then as I got to three and a half, I was like, oh, man, this is this is kind of tiring. And, <laughs> and then when I when I got to four, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I was like, holy shit, like Mario is doing like 40 what four more miles than me like that's every four hours like every four miles every four four hours so that's that was that's pretty insane to think about but yeah I never doubted you congrats um that's that's a uh, that's pretty awesome thanks man thanks man i did have a couple people doing uh some ghost runs with me i found out about years later i had a uh, i had two friends join me for three of the runs um that happened up and one was like one of the 9 p.m's like the like third to last and yeah, it just every little ounce help. Like I said, I never felt like quitting, but it just fucking sucked. Especially around the neighborhood. I'm doing eight laps in the dark in my neighborhood. Just so monotonous. And then every step feels like it wants to snap. So it it sucks. But I did have people doing some running and they were like, ha. Yeah, the idea of doing another four and three hours uh, sounds like shit. And that first day between every run, I, the yoga mat's still here. I would just lay on the floor and stretch and snack on little things and just fucking wait. And if I could fall asleep, I would. Um, but set alarms and never missed a time slot. Got it done. Toured Dallas a little bit too. You know, went to, uh, White Rock Lake down in Dallas and went to awesome. Katy trail down in Dallas, just like change the views a little bit. But, um, yeah, the, like I keep saying the, the support system along there was, was great. And you, you led the charge. Not you, William, but thanks. Thanks anyway. Yeah, man. Congrats. Congrats <laughs> on wasting uh, 10 minutes of the podcast time. No, I'm just kidding. Dude. Congrats, dude. That's badass. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Huge I was Huge watching. Win. I just didn't uh, respond. Okay, one of those, one of those. One of those. I get it. We were enemies this week. We were, we were at yeah. odds this Fuck week. Fuck this guy. Fucking prick. <laughs> 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 Hope something happens out of them. Hope he falls over and can't set his lineup. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of, might as well get into it. 
I think yeah. since William, since you and me are here, Jose has to kick us off and uh, mediate this uh, spilled milk special recap. Let's right. do it. Mario uh, winning on and off the fantasy field and just talked about the 4x4x48, four four obviously knocked that out this weekend, but also came up the victor, the victor in this Will v. Mario matchup. Uh, Mario took the win 98.4 to 90.7. Um, damn it, I'm not seeing projections. Um, I feel like on web I usually get that, but I'll start on the losing side here um, with Williams lineup. It's Mario. <laughs> with Williams lineup. Uh you had Tua go, got you twenty-two. Pacheco, only nine point eight. Uh no touchdowns. I, I, I feared this guy when I played you, William, and of course he had what a streak he had. Three touchdowns in the prior <laughs> three weeks. And uh you know, nine point eight is not terrible. It's just you would hope to he would have gotten a touchdown for you. What happened? Was it the consistency just hitting a wall? Did he play Thursday night? No. Yeah, he did. Was we it were Thursday in the middle night? of the yeah. podcast. That's, I thought... that's why. Because Mario was on the line <laughs> and we we're doing the podcast. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why I was like, hurry up. Come on. Like, I want to get off. <laughs> I thought you were going to point the finger. I just went back and re-listened to this and I should have clipped this. But Jose was previewing the matchup and he's like, Isaiah Pacheco, man, he's just scoring every single week. And William said, I know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I see right through you. Bitch. I wasn't doing anything. I was just stating the oh, obvious. Oh, you were doing shit. I was just stating the obvious, my man. Keep going. You're going to piss me off. Kenneth Walker, 14.9, 19. So the volume was there for Kenneth Walker. 19 carries, 62 yeah. yards, three catches for 27, and a rushing touchdown. Um, I, I, I threw out some consistency numbers for him. Um, yeah, that held he, he called that one too, and that was correct. Yeah, that one held true. Oh, You're cool welcome, story. William. <laughs> Nico Collins, I said it uh, in the last episode that you would hope for a bounce back game, um, but he, he didn't get a touchdown. Six catch, I'm sorry, four catches for 80 yards. It's not terrible. It's just you'd want more, especially taking on the opponent that you had. Jacoby yeah. Myers, uh, we I talked, I said this revenge game for Jacoby Myers. Um, five catches for 61 yards and a touchdown, leaving him with 12 fantasy points. I'm sure you love that. Loved that. Real quick, props to you, William. Jacoby, no touchdowns, Myers, we called him for years. He's in his fifth year, goes to like an eh team with an eh quarterback. Four touchdowns on the season now, back-to-back games, and he's wide receiver 13 heading into week seven. So way to keep the faith, and he's, he's paying off for you. Yeah, he was, he was there for a while. There was a lot, of, a lot of waiting and patience there, for sure. I feel like I keep like whether it's the matchups that I cover, but it's it it's always Devontae Adams or Jacoby Myers, and they're not like insane numbers, but they're consistent numbers. And who's that quarterback over there? I thought I thought he couldn't throw. Was it is it Jimmy G? Oh, that's crazy. That one's for Castro. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, John U. Smith four catches for thirty six yards and a touchdown. I think this touchdown came late in the it, game. It was after Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts got his touchdown. I think I don't know when it happened, but it might have been in the third quarter. Oh, because I I remember um, watching this game, and I I feel like at <laughs> one point John New Smith didn't have like a lot, like he had like two or one fantasy point. Yep. Maybe I was yeah. wrong. Twelve and then, twelve twelve thirty eight in the fourth. That's when he scored. Gotcha. Okay, the and then I remember okay. I remember hearing Scott Hansen say John New Smith, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like for Will, like in my head, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I heard the all I heard was the announcer say 
Jonu Smith with his first touchdown in 31 games. I'm like, every fucking week, there's some comment like that that just like drives that dagger a little deeper. Oh, fuck yeah. DeAndre Swift, 10K. Oh, 10K. What? 10 carries, 18 yards, yeah. eight catches for 40 yards, a touchdown, and a lost fumble. Okay. I was yeah, throwing it off because I was, I was like, he had 9.8 fantasy points, but the 10 carries for only 18 yards. I'm like, where do the rest of the points come from? But yeah, that 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 touchdown saved you and saved him. But yeah, that fumble loss hurts. Did it save me? Bitch. Well, kind of close. The next one is the one that... Oh, actually, the next two, really. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have Gabe Davis, only three catches for 21 yards and a lost fumble, which brings his fantasy point to point ten. Point one, however you want to look at it. And I I, I feel bad because I was part of the group that was like, when we did the preview, you didn't have this slot filled. And I was like, the only note I have for you is throw in Gabe Davis. Like, just, I don't care about anyone else. And, and you did. You listened. And you kept him in. And uh, I'm sure that was a very frustrating game to watch as he did almost literally nothing. <laughs> well, he opened up on fire, and I just listened to this too because I wanted to see if there was any like clip-worthy stuff. And Fines was the one who goes, "Hey, Jerome Ford, you're not thinking about throwing Jerome Ford into that flex." But really quickly, he looked at the matchup and he looked at the back of quarterback the same way we all did, and he was like, yeah. "Nah, never mind, never mind. You're right. Throw in Gabe Davis." And you were he scored four weeks in a row, like Cush matchup. We thought, of course, the Giants show up for this one, and he was he was involved early. He had 20 yards like in the first drive, I think. Yeah, until he fumbled. He fumbled immediately. Yeah. And that's when I was like, that's the kind of game it's going to be. Fuck it. He's not going to do shit. Like, he's going to do jack shit. And, you know, initially I was, like, towards the end thinking, like, what if I do – if it were, if I would have put in anybody, it would have been Jerome Ford. Because mm-hmm. something was le- – I was leaning towards Jerome Ford. Um, but I was like, Gabe Davis logically makes more sense. It just it just makes more sense, you know. So I was like, well, let me go with what makes more and more – with what – makes more sense versus like starting Jerome Ford, which would be a chance. I don't need to be taking chances. Uh, I need a, a guarantee and it wasn't a guarantee. So yeah. was that the difference? Like it was, he needed oh, eight points to beat me. Oh. He got point one, but Jerome Ford had nine. Yeah. I, it would have been Jerome Ford. Not, not, and we'll get to it in a little bit. I'm sorry, man. But no, I mean, I, I make the ultimate choice, but, Whatever, I think what ultimately killed me was the next guy you're going to talk about, Moody. Uh, Jake Moody, yeah. uh, who I probably would have coined as the new Mr. Automatic, Mr. Consistent, uh, probably ranked in the top five kickers coming into this week, only has three fantasy points. He was at, he had 100% accuracy in both extra points and field <laughs> goals, yet in this matchup against the Browns, he misses two field goals. Two. We spent a lot of time last episode talking about the wind, talking about the weather. Never even occurred to me to think about the kickers. And, you know, maybe if I was William, I might have looked at that and said, oh, let me see. Because, I mean, you would have needed a lot. You needed eight more points. So uh, any other replacement kicker, it's no lock. You would have needed 12 points out of him. But, yeah, yeah, the two that he missed, had they gone in, that would have been like a 10-point difference. And, uh, you know, would have been been enough. And did it seem like it was the weather? Like when I saw those kicks that I was watching, it looked like they had a lot of movement on them. Uh, I think it was him and the weather. I think he kind of just for sure the last kick he choked. Uh, I, I think he choked. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think this. He's a rookie, you know, so I think he just got in his head about it. 
Maybe it was a little bit too cocky, but the weather probably did have some implications on it, you know, the way he kicked. But I think overall he choked uh, and experienced his first game of just not doing well, you know, under pressure. So I think he's he's going to learn from this. He's going to get back. He's going to be the top, you know, uh, kicker again. Just uh, he had a bad week on the week I was playing you. Yeah, I spent a lot of time acknowledging the bad luck I have on some of these things. This was definitely a stroke of of good luck. Not only Gabe Davis, but also yeah. Jake Moody on that one. I'll tell you a couple of things on my side that might make you feel a little better when, when going to yours. Sure, dude. Uh, and then to finish out the lineup, yeah, the Colts uh, only put up one point, and that's because the Jaguars put up uh, 37 points on them. So um, not Damn. not not great in the in the defense slot um and the notable guys on the bench uh we talked about Jerome Ford uh the Rashi Rashi Rashids Rashis Rashi and Rashid <laughs> Rashi Rice put up four catches for 72 yards 7.2 fantasy points and Rashid Shahid two carries 18 yards two catches 85 yards and a touchdown which uh, which translates to 16.3 fantasy points. So, uh, and also Brandon Cooks. Uh, I, yeah. I did watch that game last night, but it didn't hit me that like his performance translated into fantasy points. Like what yeah. that means. One carry for 14 yards, caught all four of his targets for 36 and a touchdown, which brought him to 11 fantasy points. Yeah. You have looks like you have some depth here, William at, at, that, that's, at receiver. That's the optimism in me that you know after yeah. all this was like. I, I have some I have some people that scored on my bench and did okay on my starting lineup. So I right like that like Jerome Ford put up nine points. You know like touch. I think Rashid Shahid is a what Gabe Davis was last year. You know it's a boom or bust. Um, he might yeah. you might consider him boom or bust this year too. But he seemed a little bit more consistent to start off with this year. But uh, Rashid Rice, I think we've all seen it. It as he's out there more. He just the guy that Pat Mahomes likes throwing to him, man. He's he's good. He's solid. He's gonna be a good wide receiver. So with all that, man, yeah, like I I like I like I like my depth for sure. Um, I like what I see. I even like uh, on my taxi squad. You know, um, what's his name? Uh, Josh Downs is is looking good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's a good future look there. But. Josh Downs, Colt. Colt, right? Colt's guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. okay. So, with all that said, Janu Smith, that was cool that he got a touchdown. But uh, I feel like my one, two, three punches um, did not kick or hit as hard as they typically have been, which has been Isaiah Pacheco, Kenneth Walker, and DeAndre Swift. I mean, they didn't know show. They, right, Swift and Pacheco right. just shy of double digits, and Walker got you 15. He didn't get. Yeah, I mean, Swift got you no yards. That Jets D is still, but he got fucking eight catches on ten yeah. targets. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. William, are yeah. you worried well, about um, with Jerome Ford? Like, are you worried about what what happens to Jerome Ford's production if Cream Hunt keeps having like because Cream Hunt had Cream Hunt had twelve carries for forty seven yards and a touchdown. Also had some mm-hmm. receiving work. Like, are you are you worried about? Where Jerome? What happens to Jerome Ford? If no, Kareem not Hunt? at all. No, okay. No, I think if anything, it, it's he needs somebody competitive there, and it's nice that like Kareem Hunt is doing that to kind of boost him up, and, like do better. You can do better. Boost, you know. You just like let's go, pump it up, let's go, let's get it. Because he he had seventeen carries, you know that's not that's good. You know, uh, Kareem Hunt. It sucks that he's in the backfield, but he's also older. 
Um, he knows um, the offense a little better, but I think Jerome Ford is the guy. So I got some Ford. I would agree. I, I just, I haven't seen, I didn't see, like, obviously I'm looking at the stat line for Kareem Hunt, but I didn't see him in action. So like anytime there's a vet that is out of work for months or weeks and then they come back, I, I always picture Eddie Lacy and I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> is this how they look? Is this what's going to happen? But I, I, didn't, I haven't seen Kareem Hunt. Um, I've, you know, Leonard Fournette's a, a big name out there that's being rumored to be visiting teams. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know what happens there, but I was just curious um, how, how that looked, but I see what happened. It's just... Just a question. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not. Yeah, I was going to tell you, you're you're probably less reason to be worried because two of the worst, you know, matchups we think for running backs are Tennessee and San Francisco, and he put up 17 against Tennessee, finding the end zone, and you know, 9.1, not great, but it's not going to kill you. You'll take that every time against yeah. the top defense. He's not really going to have much tougher games than that. So he's probably set and forget, especially as an RB three for you after Walker and uh, Pacheco. Mm-hmm. That yeah, he's he's probably just a must start going forward. He's already had his buy. Kareem Hunt, like he was there the entire time. Nick Chubb was relevant too. Now Ford is not as good as Nick Chubb, but he's showing that he's not bad. He's he's a talented guy. So uh, yeah, he's probably a staple for the rest of the year. Hell yeah! Moving on over. Uh, Will, sorry, was there anything else you, you wanted to say on, no, getting the head shakes? Nope. nope. Mo- moving on over to Mario's side. We had Justin Fields go. Only put up 4.9 fantasy oh. points, but that's because he injured his thumb. I didn't see when. Uh, I want to say it was, I want to guess and say it was like third, second quarter based on the I stat line. I think it was line. second. I think it okay. was second quarter. Yeah. Second quarter, he injures his thumb. He leaves the game. The backup comes in. Justin Fields does not return. Um doesn't put up the greatest numbers before he leaves. So uh, not something you want to see, I'm sure, Mario. Definitely not. Uh, Sam Howell has already been promoted out of taxi for Ooh. next week because it looks like Justin Fields is going to be a no-go. It's on his throwing hand, not like fucking Herbert, who's got his left finger uh, hurt. And he had he had 4.9 points. He had 4.6 of those on the ground. He was not really <laughs> throwing very much. He had an interception. But, uh, yeah, he had 46 yards rushing and a whole half to play. And in a game where it was looking like, I think I was a double-digit underdog for a big chunk of the afternoon games, just the way everything was was flowing and breaking. Uh, William was getting a ton of touchdown equity from Kenneth Walker and Jacoby Myers and uh, and Tua. Luckily, Tua was getting offset because uh, Tyreek was catching a bunch of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tua was actually almost entirely offset, 22.4 to 22.3. Uh, yep. So... Luckily, Tua kind of filled in for Justin Fields, and Justin Fields was like, you know, my my Nico Collins basically just swap roles, so it broke even there. Yeah, you mentioned Tyreek Hill, um, 22.3 fantasy points, um, but he did leave the game. In- I thought it was injured at one point, but then I heard like, oh, he's he's just in for, for cramps, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's, that happens. That's normal. Um, but... Well, I went through your entire lineup, and it seems that you might be the only team that dodged the injury bug. Like, I feel like there were so many injuries <laughs> this week, and I don't see anyone that has a questionable Dude, why tag. why did you do that? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an observation. Do. It's an observation, <laughs> homie. All right, all right. As I'm, go, as I'm coming but through Mario's line, I'm like, oh, questionable out. And, you know, I didn't, questionable I didn't again. That. I'm just like, oh, my God, Will, you uh, dodged. I had Juwan Johnson. He was out. 
<laughs> but no, but no one like active going into yeah. week six. Sure, is it yeah. has a questionable or worse tag? Correct. Uh, full strength. Yeah. You came in full strength. That's a win in yeah. itself. Like you didn't, you didn't lose this week, my guy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on through Mario's lineup: oh. Brees Hall, twelve carries, thirty-nine yards, five catches for fifty-four, and a late touchdown. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty clutch. I think. I think I told you I was a double-digit uh, underdog as the um, twelve o'clock games were wrapping, and I, I, I watched um, the Eagles get a first down, and it looked like the clock was just going to run out. And Brees had like six or seven points, oh, which is all right. right. But I was like, I needed. I really needed more. And then next thing I know, I was like, I was in and out of naps. So I was like, let me turn on scoring alerts on Sleeper, which I never do. And then I see. Brees Hall, eight-yard rushing touchdown. I was like, what? How? How did this happen? And did you guys see that replay on it? Yes. Found, turns out Jalen Hurts throws the pick. And I didn't know. I thought it was a legitimate touchdown. I was like, Brees Hall's my favorite player ever. And then I look and see the Eagles fucking let the guy they run let him. in. And yes. thank God he was too dumb to pick up on it. Exactly. Because he, he crossed that goal line. Like he had just won like a marathon. He was like, yeah, fuck yeah. As he threw the ball down. And you could oh, see yeah. the entire oh, defense yeah. just let him through. <laughs> and credit to the Eagles, actually. A lot of times when the players aren't coached up ahead of time, they'll see the defense making it really obvious that they want him to score. The Eagles actually sold it pretty well. They got really close and and just kept it to where he didn't have a chance to really think about it. And obviously it wasn't told and ended up working out. There's a little debate on how what what they should have done. As it turns out, that 6.8 points wouldn't have mattered, but I would have been sweating a lot more on that Monday night Gabe Davis thing. Yeah. And it was a nice little boost. Yep. I remember seeing that and I was like, you know, the commentators are just like, yep, that, I don't know if I agree with that. He should have probably just went down and not scored the touchdown and take off a lot of clock on this. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Fucking Bruce Hall. <laughs> Then you had uh, Javante Williams put up 10 carries for 52 yards and converted a two-point conversion, uh, brought you to 7.2. Not a lot of running work for the Broncos uh, in this game against the Chiefs. So, But he, Javante did lead the backfield, so you got to love that. Yeah, I got lucky with the two-point conversion. We actually captured that on air last episode. Uh, A.J. Brown, seven catches for 131 yards. Uh and also, Mr. Consistent over here. Uh, and I feel like I heard a stat on Red Zone or somewhere else that uh, with A.J. Brown's like receiving yards per game or like the fourth consecutive game. I don't know what it was. but 125 it was just, or more yards. I think it's an Eagles record. Yeah, Eagles record, like basically praising the guy. And I'm like, yeah, well, he's uh, he's pretty good at football. So You know when it started? When he yelled at his quarterback for not sure giving him the ball. Love it. Love it. And and I know Castro loves it too. <laughs> Sitting at home listening to this part. Mm-hmm. Uh Mark Andrews, one carry, no yards. That's weird that that's a that's that's still there. Uh, four it was like a direct snap thing. They went for it on fourth and didn't get it. And I was like, he went a yard, give him fucking credit. They're like they didn't get the first, but I was like, he it was like a yard and a half and they didn't give it to him. Whatever. Uh Madison, eighteen carries for forty four yards and four catches for twenty eight. Good production there. Hunter Henry got injured. Got injured? Is that why he had one catch? Yeah, I think he he left the game at some point. 
caught one ball, left briefly after suffering an ankle injury. This is the one I was going to tell you, William, that you maybe should feel a bit better about. After I was down in the projections, I had Wandale in, and I looked at Wandale's games, and I know he gets targets, but I'm like, God, 2.1, 4.7, 1.9. I need, I need ceiling. I need somebody who can get in the end zone. And I mm-hmm. saw the matchup against the Raiders. I was like, fuck, I'm going to cross my fingers. Maybe he gets a lucky uh, uh, goal line touchdown or whatever. I was like, maybe the Patriots will wake up after getting their ass whooped for three weeks. And he didn't get the touchdown, but there was a play where he was wide open and Mac Jones just fucking overthrew, overthrew him by a mile. He had a lot of room to oh. run. He probably wouldn't have scored, but it might have been like a 30, 40-yard gain and maybe it's not so bad. But ends up with .7. And then as we're watching the Giants game, Wandale, he's going nowhere, but eight catches on eight targets. And every time he catches it, they're like, look at this guy. Every time he grabs it, he just runs right upfield, squeezing those yards out. And it's just killing me knowing that I could have been padding these on. So that last minute switch, I would have had an extra five points and the Gabe Davis little things like wouldn't have mattered so much. But the bigger one, which you'll go down to, uh, I had Minnesota's defense a week early because they were playing the Bears. But I got scared off because the Bears played so well against Washington. And so I ended up putting Atlanta in. Well, fucking Minnesota puts up 20 points and gets a touchdown. So I made two moves this week, both uh-huh. both of which cost me a total of like 20 20 points total. So okay. a couple things that I, you know, moves we each could have done, but it, this is just the way it played out. Well, yeah. one, one other thing you had going for you was uh, Brett Maher, uh, Maher was busy. Maher was, was extremely busy um, with his legs in this game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Ma- outside of last week, I mean, Maher's put up 10 plus fantasy points, but yeah, like when you look at uh, what he did against the Cardinals, four field goals, total jesus yeah no that's uh that's the kind of kicker production i've been searching for all season and uh i'm not getting any of this but yeah 15.8 fantasy points uh if it was just a kicker standoff that uh 15 to 3 sure looks great on mario's side i think one of those was late too it coincided with Brees hall's touchdown and it totally totally flipped the afternoon upside down yeah kicker two on the year i don't know who kicker one is i'll look that up it's not mr automatic (laughs) <laughs> well, was moody. no it wasn't moody no i don't know he's kicker 10 at the moment i'll look at yeah. that uh and then notable n- names on the bench you mentioned wandale uh got some good volume eight catches um sam howell you 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 love to see that production given that justin fields probably won't go uh he's not going He's not going. Probably, not going. definitely, is not going in week uh, for your week seven, seven matchup. Jesus, mm-hmm. halfway through the year, almost. Um, so yeah, gotta love that. I did see you pick up uh, Malik Cunningham on early Sunday, and I thought I I bring it up because I thought about doing that too, and I was like, I don't really want to cut anyone right now, but what if, right? What if this guy just takes over and does really well? But he uh, did nothing. I think he got. They put him in as like a receipt. They lined him up, lined him up as a receiver, I believe, at one point, mm-hmm. or talked about it at least. And then I was like, oh, okay, like dual threat. No, just, just, <laughs> just nothing. His whole stat line, I see one sack for five yard loss. That's uh, that's all I saw on him. Um, yeah, that was another one. Uh, a Banacanda. Every single week, he just gets an out designation. So I move him down to IR, and I just get a free signing of somebody who hasn't played left and or played yet. And that was just one of those. I'm like, I haven't heard of this guy, but I read up on why he was trending and I was like, well, fuck it. Doesn't hurt. Uh, safe to say, if you want him, I will trade him to you. He's probably going to be cut tonight. 
Yeah, no, I'm okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'm okay on that. I'm, I'm hoping for, uh, not that on my team. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'll have anything else in this matchup, but yeah, the spilt milk special, um, Mario takes the dub 98.4 to 90.78, which drops William to five and one. And Mario ties that record at five and one. No longer. Un- no more undefeated teams in the league. You were the last one, William. And with that one loss, you've now dropped to third place on tiebreaker scores. You, me, and Joe all sit at five and one. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Midway through the season, it's a good place to be. Good game, bitch. You know what was funny is this fucking idea you have that anytime you play somebody, they need to come like kiss the ring and come like come say good game to you. Nobody else does that for anybody else, but you seem to have this expectation. So when it became apparent that I was going to win, I wonder. I said, I wonder what he's going to do. And oh, I yeah, figured. With, within a couple of minutes, you said, "Hey, good, good game, so, good game." Yeah, be a man about it. Real, recognize real. Fuck you, good bitch. Game. Good game. <laughs> I did say a couple weeks ago, you always, even in your five win uh, leagues, you beat me a lot of the times. So now that you're actually good and winning, I said, well, I think I'm going to beat you this year mm-hmm. when uh, you should. So your yeah, sixth win, true. not here yet, but as we said, not you yet. see Castro next week and you're going searching. No, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot. You to be ready, Castro. You're one oh, in he's five ready. Team. He's you're ready. one in five team. Well, uh, we'll preview that one in a couple days, but uh, yeah, onward. Forty nine minutes in, we covered one game. We're killing it. God bless. I right, let me go through <laughs> this one quick then. <laughs> uh, you want it? Or you want me to take it? I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, I'm gonna do uh, Castro and Justin. Nice, because that's next. Um, Castro, of course, lost this one because this team sucks. Uh, <laughs> He's such a bad mood. Points. <laughs> Uh, and Justin scored 99 points. Uh, that moves Justin to four and two. Castro is one and five. Uh, we'll start off with Castro. Uh, Joe Burrow put up 13. Kamara put uh, up. Hey, I didn't, I didn't see any Joe Burrow gifts this week. What happened? Because <laughs> he only put up 13. Oh, yes, uh, Kamara put you. up uh, 10 points. <laughs> 19 carries for 68 yards. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, 6.5. Jamar Chase, 8. Metcalf, 6.9. Logan Thomas, he finally put him in. (laughs) One catch, two yards. Oh, my God. Point two. Um, Hopkins put up two points. Dude, hang Uh, on. Logan Thomas last week, 11 targets, caught nine of those for 77 yards and a touchdown. And then this week, one target. Yeah. (laughs) One target. He actually started him. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Palmer, we weren't sure about him, but he put up six points this week. Uh, four for seven receptions. Uh, Fair, Fairburn, Fair, Fairbarn put up eight points. Uh, his Raiders defense put up nine. Um, Kadarius Tony got a touchdown this week. That was interesting. Uh, other than that, like nobody, nothing, no like, notable. Even- even the other tight ends, Zach Ertz, David Joku, 2.2, 2.4. Like, there was nothing he could do. And it's been the same problem all year. Zero touchdown equity. Uh, Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Chase, Metcalf, Thomas, Hopkins, Palmer. No touchdowns across the entire board. You, tough, you know, tough to win. Okay. I was, was saying, saying, you know, uh, 
do you start if you were Castro? I don't know. Well, no, I mean that he should have maybe possibly done already. But (laughs) Jonathan Taylor, are you concerned? Are you concerned about eight carries? You know, he's getting he got five for six receptions for forty six yards, but eight carries for nineteen yards. We talked about it last week. It like it's a slow ramp up. He was fifteen percent of the snaps the week before, and he was forty two this week. He's slowly going to get there, but it'll follow the Colts. This was you know. He and I had a pretty heated debate on this off 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 mics off camera a few weeks back when I was like, "Hey, dude, you're owing you're owing three right now. What are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Jonathan Taylor's coming back. He'll be fine." I was like, "I don't think it's that cut and dry that he's just gonna come in and be Jonathan Taylor. You're leaving no room for variance that he may not get the same workload that Zach Moss might might be digging into it. There's still unrest and uneasiness with the front office and the coaching staff and all this stuff. So, and that you know the." Fewer wins you have, the less room you have to, you know, allow those weeks to come where he finally be, gets back to full form. He hasn't even had his bye week yet. Um, yeah, I think I think the window is very close to being fully shut on him this year. And I think Fonz was the only witness to that conversation because <laughs> uh, he was kind of agreeing with me that yeah, he's just not going to walk right back in and be the guy that gives you a hundred yards and a touchdown on a given week. And yeah. we, you know, we haven't seen it yet, but now he's going, he's going against Cleveland, a great defense next week. And he still hasn't even played half the snaps. Zach Moss still looking good. That's right. He's yeah. not slowing down. I, I I think the year is very close to, to slamming shut. I don't know how I feel that it's been six weeks. There's been six weeks of football and there's only been one recorded conversation off mic, off pod. And it's, it had to do with my loss. Like why, why wasn't, why wasn't <laughs> that heated fun. debate for Jonathan Taylor between Castro and Mario recorded <laughs> and brought to the social media page uh, for everyone's enjoyment? Talk to Fonz. Right. Yeah, I think, right. I think it's because Jay was involved and he was just getting a kick out of it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's all I got for Castro's team. He well, put up 70 points, he cap, he seems to cap at, at that 70. Um, doesn't get touchdowns doesn't last touchdowns. week. I think he put up his, his 90, whatever 100. He was um, in the hundreds. Oh, was he in the hundreds? Okay, yeah. his first like game where everybody well, that's when Joel Burrow and Jamar Chase showed up. It's because he played um, your brother, and that too. This is Kit Wright game, but uh. Yeah, not much on Castro's side to really talk about. Well, you're running your mouth. Is is this where you collect win number six next week? Mm. So you're not going to be here Thursday. Get it out now. You're, you know, yeah, that's right. That's just, that's true. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm okay. fucking confident I'm going to get this fucking six win on you. Woo! Just because I had my bad luck week this week. This is my get, this is my get right game. This Tell is, how, this <laughs> Tell is how it's going to feel. To get right, and they're all gonna score. They're gonna score all over your ass, Castro. You're my six. You're my stepping stone to number six. <laughs> Thank you. You're that's the finish line. You're 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 breaking the tape when you collect six. Uh, last little thing. Do you feel mm. superstitious? We goaded you last night into talking. You didn't want to talk shit. Goaded you in the chat to running your mouth and saying something. <laughs> do you feel like I know how superstitious you are? Do you feel like that had a part in why Gabe Davis did nothing? <laughs> at, at the time, no. <laughs> now, probably, because usually I don't mouth off like that. But Isaac, Isaac brought it out of me in the game, and I was like, "All right, you want to wake the chat up? Let's go then. Let's wake the chat up then." <laughs> I was um, proud of you. I was proud of you for talking beforehand. I think, 
it started off though uh Sunday when um some of the players weren't scoring like they they were doing. Or honestly, no. It started off on Thursday when Isaiah Pacheco didn't put up as many points as I thought he should have that mm-hmm. game. But uh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Very very superstitious. Um, so it's gonna res- be interesting this week. I was gonna say respect for doubling be- down. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll fucking see. I'd be pissed if I lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you if let's say Castro beats you. I don't know who you play yeah. the week after that. I guess I can I can look it up right here. Let's say Castro beats you the following week. You play Warwick. You know, pretty highly uh, uh, covered match last last year when you said, "How could why can nobody beat Warwick?" And then Warwick came and just mm-hmm. you were so beat up. But yeah. you know, the the more games it takes you to get to six, if it's not this week, just the spotlight is going to get a little bit brighter as each week goes by. Uh, we'll yeah, see. I'll tell you, if I lose against Castro, I might need a break from the podcast for about a week. God. <laughs> you get five wins in a row and two losses and you're out. I mean, like that? Yeah, the ones that should have won. Nah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Anyways, back to this game. Anything Just, else on Castro's side? Um, Just no, I was, I was going to look at his taxi squad to see if there was any help coming, but... Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Jalen Warren, I think, is his best option coming out. That's all I got. Um, On Justin's side, uh, again, 99 points. Um, Yeah, Lamar Jackson, though, put up 17. Uh, Josh Jacobs put up 9. Joe Mixon, we've been talking about it this whole season. You know, just, I don't know, you know, that that team. Uh, He put up 6.2. Mediocre. Uh, Mid. Yeah. Mid for sure. Uh, Stefan Diggs, fucking guy, 10 for 16 receptions, 100 yards. Ridiculous. The amount of targets that fucking guy gets. Yeah. Uh, Amon St. Brown came back. Whew. Uh, 18.4. Whew. Um, what a fucking outing. Uh, Goddard put up 4.2. Uh, Addison, he got himself a touchdown, put him at 8.8. Um, Tony Pollard uh, came back, put up 11 points. Uh, Nick Folk put up 10.8. And Cowboys defense, four points. Um, notable players, I would say maybe just Tyra Lockett um, had a good game this week with six for eight receptions and 94 yards. But, yeah, that's about it. Um, seemed like Justin played the right players that he needed to to win this game. Clutch. Yeah, I just went back through to see what we'd uh, what we could have done, and we could have squeezed out three more points. He would have had to move Joe Mixon uh, down to the flex, move Pollard up, and then get Lockett in. But he would have gotten three extra points out of it. He pretty much uh, did what he what he could have done. the The other one that he made sure to tell me he wanted noted: <laughs> Jameson <James> Williams, Williams <laughs> down on the taxi squad, eleven point three points on two catches, caught the ball two times. Yeah, but got uh, fifty three yards and a touchdown on those two catches. <laughs> uh, I, I, I said will... I, I play him next week. I was like, "Fucking start him then, start him next yeah, week." Do like, no, I don't want to start two lions. I don't want to start him on run. <laughs> you sound like you sound like Castro right now. Oh, he's so good, but I'm never going to start him. But he's so fucking good. Prove it then. Put him Damn. in the lineup, Justin. Show us your balls. Let's go, dude. Um, but I did see that catch. It was a pretty good fucking catch. I didn't. Uh, I didn't had no thought, idea he scored until he told me today. Yeah, it was it was a pretty well thrown football. 
to him. Uh, and it was a really good clutch catch on his end to like focus and bring it in the way he did. He was very, he was covered, uh, but he still like handled that ball. He caught it and, and brought it in and for a touchdown, it was really good. Really good uh, catch. So uh, that is all I have for <laughs> these two. Salute. Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, again, Justin won this one, bringing four to two. Castro, one to five. All right. Congrats to Justin. I'll take the next one and I'll go with our leading uh, point earner on the week and Miller versus Scott. Um, I think the fact that Miller won high score of the week, obviously won this game, 104 to 84.9 over Scott, uh, goes to show what how like ugly of a week it was. That was. This was the lowest high score we've had. Miller was the only team to break 100 points. I didn't go back and look, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, the first time that's happened this year. Certainly 104 is the lowest because I have to go send fucking $40 out every time. I always come so close. I always come so close to winning, but never quite get it. And I did the math on the Wandale swap, and I still would have been like, like 0.13 short or something like that. But uh, I almost wish I did just so I could finish in second place again and keep that streak alive. <laughs> Uh, but yes, congrats to Miller. High score of the week gets the dub here over Scott. Uh, in spite of Josh Allen's kind of mid-performance, I think a lot of us watched that Sunday night football game. And this guy tends to do this, man. He can erupt for 35 and then just sort of vanish every once in a while. And this is one of those vanished performances, 13.8 on this particular game against a bad opponent. This coming on the heels, 27, 36, 21, 23 on fire. But in the opener against the Jets, 9.04. So it's very odd. Very odd. Yep. Uh, still QB1 on the year, in spite of that. Derrick Henry, um, I think there's this perception that Henry's just washed and done, but he's outside of two like games, he's been pretty steady. 11, 15, 23, 17, and the other two were 2 and 6. So I know Tajay is coming along. He's dipping, he's eating into that snap percentage a little bit, but King Henry is still still wearing the crown until until otherwise declared. No, Derrick Henry at 29 years old still looks good. I saw that one play where he broke off for I don't know how many yards, but yeah. it was it was a long run. And I was like, oh yeah, that's still Derrick Henry, like <laughs> no doubt about it. So uh, yeah, I, I do still love the guy. Not on my team anymore, but still a fan. So uh, yeah, he loved to see it. It was a mutual mutual parting. It was respect both plays. Uh, Raheem Mostert, we predicted a big game. We got a big game, another 31-point outing. It's so bizarre that this dude can just explode like this. It's just health. It's just health. Like, if he stays healthy, he's he really has like been capable of things like this. And Cooper Cup, second game back, gets 20 for him. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Evan Ingram, uh, kind of mid-games. Cam Akers uh, didn't really do what you'd hope. One carry, one catch. Uh, 15 yards total. Uh, Atwell, one catch for 30. Uh, I think I went back and said, like, I think he's going to be the odd man out of this Cooper Cup, Pukunakua uh, relationship going on. And he got lucky and caught the touchdown two weeks ago. Not so lucky with his one catch this week, one catch for 30 yards, and then vanished. And then kicker defense, nothing much there. Bench-wise, okay, this was the big one. And, uh, Miller texted me and said he was going to file a formal file a form, formal complaint because I went hard and said, fuck that Browns-Niners game. Get everybody out. 
And I still think the process was right. Just ask Jake Moody. Like, it was not pretty weather. Yeah. Brock Purdy only completed 12 passes. Did not look good. I didn't see P.J. Walker's numbers, but, I, you know, he probably had a 10-11 point game. Cooper ends up with 108 yards on four catches, but fucking 59 of those were on one catch. Like, one fucking play. So half of that just sort of busted coverage and got loose. Outside of that, like, I would have taken the other three for uh, 50 or whatever and just sort of uh, game. <laughs> But Miller said he held his tongue because we said put in Michael Thomas, who are in four and a half, uh, as opposed to Cam Akers, one and a half. He goes, so I'll take a little bit of the uh, responsibility there. Can't believe he started Cam Akers. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I get it because Justin Jefferson was out and they're playing the Bears. Like maybe they just run the ball a lot more. And I mean, it's good news for me. The more Madison still gets that workload, I did not think this long into Akers – tenure with minnesota that he would still just be getting two touches but um yeah i i personally love to see that but yeah until further notice maybe uh maybe kareem hunt amari cooper and michael thomas are kind of the ones rotating in that that flex area uh all right over to scott's side unless you guys have anything for miller just that i i play miller again week nine and Mr. Atwell, since playing me, he's averaged four fantasy points a game. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I should expect, but I, I might, I might need help if, if, if Mr. Atwell explodes in Week Nine. That's all. That's all I, I want to say. It's three weeks away. I like how you got the calendar circles for this. Guy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I, I have it against Warwick this coming week and Miller. It's, it's, uh, yeah. These are, yeah. These are personal. Do for you- sure. Do you think Miller's going to be such a troll that he'll sit, he'll sit whoever just to get him in the game? Absolutely, he will. You? Absolutely, he will. And he'll, he's yeah. going to invite me out to dinner again, and I'm going to say no. Um, the whole process. Yeah, all, all over again. again, all over again. I guess we all we'll, we'll all circle week nine for that uh, for that preview episode recap. All right, over to Scott's side. Uh, Justin Herbert, okay game against Cowboys. Threw that brutal pick. Uh, finished with 18. Uh, the pick to end the game. Um, did y'all see that woman? Uh, yes. that I don't know her official name, but I saw her on like Good Morning Football already. Yeah. They're already she's she's viral and trending everywhere. Vaughn's yep. fell in love immediately. <laughs> Apparently, she was like a, a spy. They, they call, like a spy. I don't know. She was at the Ravens game or some shit. I a think. plant. She she yeah, like she was at a another football game with another jersey. But it was, she was just like. Pretending to be a fan, I guess, but the story the, the story is she had on a Vikings jersey a Vikings, in a different picture. But uh, according to sources, uh, her children or her a child plays for the hometown, like the home teams uh, Vikings. Like it's not Minnesota, but it is like using the, the Vikings, Vikings name and okay. maybe the colors. I don't know, but that's what she was doing in that photo. Okay. Why I know this, I don't. I don't know. I, do, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't this know is, that. This is part of the research, I guess, that goes into <laughs> some of these things. I knew very little, and that was enough to that. Yeah, that's how rumors spread, things. dog. It's so crazy that if you become famous for even one minute, the entire world will be a detective and dig up everything you've ever done in your entire life. Yeah, I like research, so yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I bet Fonz knew that about her. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he already knows their social. Uh, moving on down, the double B Robs. Uh, maybe a little bit of a concern. Actually, 
Maybe not. 77% snap percentage. I I know I thought Tyler, Tyler Algier got a little more involved in this game again. But um yeah. I just you you just want them to unleash Bijan already. Just stop fucking around with, with Algier and and let him uh let him go. 13 for 37 and then five catches on eight targets. Uh Brian Robinson ends up finding the end zone for him. Waddle seven for fifty one and a touchdown. Christian Kirk scores yet again. So some decent output for some of these guys. Um Elijah Moore, I advise getting out because uh, of that nasty Browns game. Ended up being correct. Uh, I I did personally say get Robert Woods in. That was just a lucky break. He caught one ball. just happened to be a touchdown. So technically correct on this one. But I wanted to bring light to a shout-out that you had on this one, William. So let's take a look back. I would make a ballsy call here, and I would put um, Damian Harris in. I think he can get you, like, I don't expect a big game, but like a a touchdown and like I don't know, like eight points, seven to eight points. Allen the shotgun takes the snap, hands it off to Damian Harris, who's met at the line of scrimmage by Okereke. I don't think he got the first down. Damian Harris is slow to get up. He's still on his back. Ambulance on the field now. So they've got him on the backboard and lifted off the ground. Obviously off to the hospital for observation. Good call, William. That's so up, terrible. Dude. That's <laughs> up, dude. Okay, I'll say I'm only playing it because news came out today that he's okay. He didn't. He's not paralyzed. Oh, is this funny? <laughs> no, his noodle neck. He has noodle neck now, dude. He has noodle neck. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I already knew the aftermath, and as I went back to listen, you said I'm going to make a bulk. I totally forgot you said this. Dude gets one carry and one trip to the hospital. That was just, just that. Long. <laughs> And then it's it goes cool, on. Man. Jose at one point was like, yeah, like Will's been on fire. I don't know. I think he might be right. <laughs> this is not my week, dude. Nope. Not on fire. Not on you fire. You were off this week. You were off this week. Uh, once again, he's fine. He's fine. He'll be released from the hospital if, if, soon, if not already. Uh, Asshole, dude. <laughs> I mean, everyone had everyone had flashbacks to the uh, Damar Hamlin incident oh, that happened dude, at the end yeah. of last year. And how, like... Isn't it weird to like have an ambulance dedicated to you? Because they shut the doors and everyone just sees number three Hamlin. <laughs> like that's the that's the prop they gave him. Like he's he's a representative for getting carted off the field. It's kind of weird homage. I thought. Um, anyway, nice call, Will. Elijah yeah. Moore was the better one, according to him. Uh, I think the only thing I want to point out is like a maybe keep your eyes peeled sort of thing. Devin Singletary's. Starting to creep up in usage a little bit. Damian Pierce yeah. really has not been all that. And Singletary, 12 carries, 58 yards. Um, got another catch on four targets. 62 all-purpose yards, but they're going into the bye week. So maybe coming out, I don't know if this may be a little bit more of a split. And maybe Singletary is a little more usable for a team that's been uh, kind of overachieving, I think. Not expected the Texans to have three wins this early. Devin Singletary, 54% uh, snap share, and Damian Pierce, 33%. Ooh. That's concerning. It's a big one. Maybe a note for Scott and Joe going forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I think uh, I think that's it for, for Scott. Unless you guys have any comments for him. Not for the Ant-Man. I did love his appearance in the chat yesterday, though. So shout out. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything. 
I loved uh, I loved Isaac's response because uh, <laughs> Scott chimed in, and I, I forget what he said exactly, but Isaac real Scott quick, is real. Scott's real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's Isaac's always the first to like poke the bear, like oh, in, 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 in any scenario, like when whenever Joe first joined, and the, and then everyone's like, "Oh, welcome, Joe! Welcome, Joe!" And then <laughs> Isaac five minutes later, he's like. <laughs> What did he say? He was like, "Is is what the fuck is this? Is this still Greg or something like that?" Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, all in the chat, and then we invite him on the podcast. Like, all right, Isaac, let it out. He's like, "No, I'm good." Crickets. <laughs> yeah, nothing, yep. Nothing. We'll see. We'll try and get him on before the year's over. He was invited to this one. Said he had plans. Said the wife had, you know, guests over. One of those. But maybe at some point sure. soon. Some point soon. All right. Uh, congratulations. Miller improves to four and two. Scott falls to two and four. We'll do final standings at the end. You know, we haven't done any of the pickums for, for any of these. Oh, shit. I was thinking about it. In the Will v. Mario matchup, uh, Mario and myself took Mario. Will took Will. Shocker. Uh, Fonz took Will. <laughs> Wrong. Castro v. Justin. Mario William took Justin. I tried to be bold and take Castro, and I should have thought about that a little bit harder because <laughs> Castro's team is trash. Uh, we just reviewed Miller v. Scott. Mario and myself took Miller. William took Scott. I took Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and you were late to make your picks. Oh, you I, did it after 12 yeah. o'clock. You're supposed to be the tracker. No, I did it before 12. It was I like just, Sunday I morning, it. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like 11. It was like 11 a.m. I should have cut you off at 8 a.m. whenever that London game was. But I was like, ah. I totally forgot about the London game. It's not like I even knew what the fuck was going on. I was like, <laughs> I, I made the same picks that I that I, that I I uh, did on the podcast. So technically, you and your, I did. You and your brother are very forgetful this past weekend. Hmm. I do. Hmm. tell you. All right. Three down. Well, one more each and we done. All right. I'm taking the upset game. Noe v. Warwick. Yeah. Noe 97.4 to work 77.8. And I'll start on the losing side. Don't let me uh, skip over Noe this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> starting on the losing side on Warwick's, uh, Warwick's lineup, he had Pat Mahomes go 17.3. James Cook, 7.1. Only 14, well, only 14 carries. 14 carries for 71 yards. That's pretty, pretty damn good. Just, you know, no touchdown to put him over that. Um, that threshold of what you'd like to see from your starting running back. Gus Edwards also had good volume, 16 carries, only 41 yards, one catch for 12, 5.3 fantasy points for Gus. Chris Godwin, six catches for 77 yards. And then we have Calvin Ridley, one carry, negative four yards, four catches on eight targets for only 30 yards. I, I know Calvin Ridley's like the real deal, like the talent's there, but every week I feel like I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's, overshadowed by christian kirk like the targets he's hmm. getting and the more yeah. like the more consistency or the more reliable i guess christian kirk is um now i would love to have calvin Ridley on my team i'm just saying like i feel like every time i look at his his numbers it's just like oh it's it's, it's okay outside of week one uh where he had 16 fantasy points and week five where he had 13 everything else has been meh. so as as you say it christian kirk wide receiver 23 on the year calvin ridley wide receiver 24 Right there, neck and neck. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, 
six catches for 50 yards. I would have thought, I, I feel like, okay, when it comes to volume, I think, what, anything over six, seven targets, like, it's, it's pretty good. I just would have thought Hawkinson would have been, I don't know, 10 target, 10 plus target range, maybe with, with Justin Jefferson out. Um, I don't think it was the greatest game for the Vikings, but yeah, I, I would have thought, you know, Hawkinson would have easily cleared 12 fantasy points, but he only put up five for work. Um, and then a, uh, a bit, a bit of a come down here for DJ Moore. Um, in the previous week, he put up 41 fantasy points and this week it was only five. My boy was so. hurt. Had nobody to throw in the ball. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I was going to try to bring up the backup. I don't even know the backup's name. Never mind. That dude was ass. As soon as he came in, Minnesota <laughs> just great. took the ball straight from him and just killed, daggered me for that fucking Vikings defense. And <laughs> it just uh, it hurt. I was going to say that, too. Yeah, he got eight targets, but I, that game was a lot uglier than I think most people thought it was going to be, especially after Fields went out. Like The defense was scoring touchdowns. Uh, Kirk didn't really have reason to, to throw a ton. Jefferson wasn't there. Just Just nasty, just ugly all around. Indeed. Uh, T. Higgins, only two catches for 20 yards. And I think T. Higgins had the injury designation going into the matchup. And then we, I'm pretty sure it was T. Higgins, not Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I could be wrong. But they were like, oh, T. Higgins cleared to play. And in my mind, I was like, oh, that, that's good for him. I'm sure. And Warwick, like, I'm sure he'll he'll put up good numbers. But yeah, only two catches for 20 yards. Uh, and then the uh, Chiefs and Broncos was Thursday night, right? So yeah. we, we, knew, we yeah. knew about the uh, we knew about the, the Harrison Bucker stat line, 18... 18- 18.7 I do miss my 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 bucker um yeah pretty consistent there and then San Francisco's defense only put up seven two intercept uh no I don't want to read that line only put up seven uh which is not something you'd want to see from a second round pick <laughs> yeah that's that's our weekly our weekly 49ers commentary I mean it's not you know not terrible but whatever yeah, I'm usually the one to be like, oh, this comes up every week, but I wanted to be the first to comment <laughs> on it this week because um, I play work next week. So little. We, oh, we'll salt. Jab. We'll salt. Uh, we talked about maybe promoting Keontae Ingram, but the ultimate call was like, nah, I don't think it's going to make enough of a difference to warrant creating a roster spot. And I looked at it. Gus Edwards, 5.3. Uh, McLaughlin, 4.2. Waller 4.3 and Ingram 5.1. They were all like in the same blah, whatever. Like no changes would have really mattered this week. Yeah, and we'll talk about it when we get to Fonz's matchup. But yeah, like I I I did not see the la- I did not see uh De Mercado not doing anything or not doing much in this week's matchup. Like I, I did not see that coming. Uh-huh. Especially because game script, we thought they would be down, thought they'd be losing, thought they'd be passing, um, but yeah, they were, and it didn't really matter all that much. Well, yeah, like game script, but then like the hype that goes into our league, like when we're putting in, you know, uh, <laughs> don't go off of waiver fonts. claims, don't go off a of font, spending fifty fucking dollars on the guy. Well, just like you know, you see a a, a fantasy relevant player, a, a one running back or one receiver go down, and you think. You know that sucks, but hey, ne- next man up, next best man up, and and we, I thought Di Mercado was that person, and he was not. Um, but yeah, what can you do? Yeah, rough game seems like Ingram is the guy, and depending on Warwick's uh, bye weeks and injuries and roster, maybe worth considering if he needs that that starter. But uh, you know, ten for forty, no touchdowns on a on a slightly below average offense. It's not the most enticing thing in the world. 
Agreed. Uh, I have nothing else on work side. Deal? No. I think he just had some bad touchdown luck. I'm trying to see like why why he fell to, to 77 after getting 18 from the kicker. Just, yeah, 2, 5, 2, 5, 7, 5. Just no. No touchdowns. Sometimes, no touchdowns. sometimes you just miss. And that's okay. And sometimes you miss multiple weeks in a row and there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Sometimes you miss a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you miss all of them. (laughs) Moving on to the winning side for Noe. Uh, Noe had Jared Goff go for 20. Jared Goff go. Jared Goff go. That sounds funny. Uh, For 22 fantasy points. And the way, the truth, the light. Travis Etienne with another solid performance. 18 carries, 55 yards, two touchdowns, three catches for 28 yards. Uh, yeah, last week he put up 32.4. This week, 20.3. Yep. Uh, prior to last week, we all know Etienne hit the trade block, and I'm not so sure he's on sale. He's he's uh he's on sale anymore. I think he's the price. I think I've been priced out. I thought about it, and I was like, oh, let me fucking I wait a week because I'm playing Noe, and he explodes two weeks in a row. Running back four at the moment on the year. Right. Yeah. No way. Sells him now. I think that ship is If he does, it's going to be too high. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someone will pay the price. Who knows? Uh I haven't seen what the, uh, I haven't seen what the cost is, but, uh, but yeah. Everybody's got, (laughs) everybody's got a price. Uh, quick shout out to Noe. All of us did not like Jared Goff at Tampa on the road. And like, and like Trevor Lawrence, uh, we were wrong. 22 for Goff, 14. I'm sorry. Yeah. 14 for Lawrence, 22 for Goff. You made the right call. Way to not listen. Good job, Noe. Getting the rest of the lineup in, Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon, three catches for 20 yards. Like, this is what we follow up with. Uh, two points for Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> um, Zay Flowers, uh, one carry, one yard. Six catches for 50 yards and a touchdown for Zay Flowers. Drake Anybody, London. Uh, interested in Rashad Bateman? Because I'm about done with that fool. No. So are the Ravens. <laughs> I think he's on the wrong team, dude. Zay Flowers' first touchdown, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. First is. touchdown. No, he called it out. First yeah. Did he? In the chat. He did. He said, oh, hey, how about like, that? When it happened. Uh, okay. Yeah. And he put up that picture of the dude holding his nipples from the water boy. <laughs> he's so excited. <laughs> you know what? That's, uh, that's a good point because I think I was talking to Noe before this week's, like, this week's matchup started, and I, believe, I, w- I remember him saying, like, we were talking about the draft, like looking back at who picked who. And then he was like, you know, oh, um, you know, A-Chan looks good. Sorry, he's on IR. I'm like, oh, it's all good. I'm like, hey, you got your guy, though, Zay Flowers. He's he's the guy for the Ravens. And he's like, yeah, but man, he hasn't he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. And so uh, shout out there because, yeah, this is the week that it happened. We were just talking about it, Noe. So congrats. Um, that's, that's what you want to see. Drake London, nine catches for 125 yards, Ooh. 12.5 fantasy points. Um I'll admit I was shitting on Drake London three weeks ago, um, but I think I was more shitting on Ritter than I was London. But either way, it, it it seems like they're starting to turn things around. But I don't know if I'd like want to like, oh yeah, this is it. Like this is going to be consistent. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't like. There's just so many. There's so much talent, but yet so many question marks on that Falcons offense. I don't. I don't know what I believe just yet. He's he's finally starting to throw a little bit more. That was just such a run heavy team. Didn't matter what the game script was, they were going to run. And adding Bijan, it only made sense that they were going to continue to run because they just got this pounder. But even Bijan got eight targets in the game, uh, back-to-back games with nine-plus targets for London. 
if if this is starting to be the turn of the tide, is you'll go through Kyle Pitts next. Like, good for Noah. He he weathered the storm that was Atlanta. It was so ugly. I know a bunch of vultures, including myself, came swarming around just trying to pick and say, "Hey, it's looking pretty shitty over there. Why don't you uh, once you once you give them up for a sale?" But he held strong, and if he's starting to emerge from the darkness of that Atlanta play calling and coaching or whatever, then, then good for him. Hell yeah. I'm a fan of Noe's. I'm a fan of Noe's team. Noe and his team. Uh, sticking to that same offense, Kyle Pitts, four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. His first touchdown this season and his first touchdown since week eight of last year. But only four touchdowns in his career, though. Um, so, yeah, this is, you know, this production is what you've been wanting to see for the last three years, but uh, who knows what's going to happen for the remainder of the year. But you just you just love to see that for Pitts and for Noe. Cortland Sutton, four catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, that was a Thursday night game, so we might already touched on that. Kendra Miller, only 1.2 fantasy points. Uh, then he had his Eagles kicker and Eagles defense go. One for the kicker, six for the defense. That is the number one kicker. I looked it up. Even with one point this week, Jake Elliott still the number oh, one really? kicker in the league. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, no, nothing, nothing really notable other than maybe, um, Jordan Mason. Uh, we saw CMC leave the game with a rib injury, a injury of some kind. I want to say it's ribs. Um, and then Jordan Mason, I don't know if I'd say he stepped it up. I mean, he only had four, um, sorry, five carries for 27 yards. It was a touchdown that really, um, you know, really gave him that, that 8.7, but, uh, something to monitor i don't know what the update is with cmc but if cmc can't go um i, I don't i don't know who, i don't know if it's gonna be mitchell or mason but mm-hmm. I, you would you would expect you know solid maybe hopeful so hopefully solid production from one of those guys and um i don't know who i'd rather have over, over the other based on the you know what history tells us but yeah you might have a solid uh solid solid secondary option at running back if cmc can't go mm-hmm yeah, maybe a little bit of both. We'll talk about it in the preview if CMC. I think I heard like it wasn't serious, but you never know. He could not practice and still miss. But back to back games with a touchdown two weeks ago. Mason came in in junk time, looked really good. Uh, Six point nine yards per carry and scored on the Cowboys this week. Five point four yards per carry and scored. That's uh, it's good production when he's out there. So if he's going to get fifty percent of the workload, you know, he'll take it. But we'll see how the week shapes up. Hell yeah. And that does it for the Noe v. Warwick matchup. Um, Warwick drops you four and two, and uh, Noe improves to two and four. Uh, and Noe was the only person who took himself in the pickums. <laughs> everyone else picked Warwick, and everyone else lost. So, uh, yeah, love that for Noe. We were all influenced by the fucking Harrison Butker <laughs> Thursday night thing coming. Yeah. And man, if you tell me. His kicker gets one, Kendra Miller gets 1.2, and Jarek McKinnon gets two. That's the other Thursday night thing we saw. Like, yeah, no way he's winning. But all those other guys, double digits, and then 20s from Goff and ETN. Good job. That's also what I love about the, uh, like, when we do the pickums, like, we talked about when the cutoff time should be. And we're like, oh, well, there's a Thursday night game. But what you see Thursday night doesn't always mean, you know that's how the rest of the matchup or the weekend is going to go. So that's why I'm like, Oh yeah, Sunday morning, like definitely by Sunday morning. So um, yeah. Congrats. Noe. Congrats. Noe. All right. looks like I will take it from here. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do D's and Isaac. 
Now I'm gonna save uh, the last one. You want me to do your brothers? Yeah. Damn, heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of being influenced by Thursday night, we all saw Russell Wilson on that Thursday night game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just shows you don't need a quarterback to win in this league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm just kidding. with that, D's uh, against Isaac. D's uh, won this one, ninety-eight points to Isaac's eighty-nine. Um, Isaac, you suck, dude. Oh. Just kidding, dude. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, I'll start off with Isaac. I'll start off with Isaac. Isaac had Jalen Hurts going. He put up 19.9 points. Uh, Eckler surprisingly put up 6.2 points. Um, we said this is poetic, you know. Uh, Eckler going against D's. My exes uh, don't like the don't like the you know they <laughs> they, they, they still love terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't fuck with you, dude. Um, Zach Moss, like we said earlier, is still looking good. He put up 11.9 points. Um, Michael Pittman put up 10.9, a nine for 14 reception, 109 yards. Pretty good. Uh, Ayuk, man, he's getting his looks. He put up 7.6, but 10 receptions. No, um, 10 targets. He only caught 10 targets. I'm sorry, he caught four. Um, but you gotta like that in the rainy weather. Uh, <laughs> Cole Komet. Back down to earth. Wow, he sat Laporta for Komet. That's surprising. I guess he liked the Minnesota matchup. And if you don't know Justin Fields is hurt, maybe it's not so obvious. Put up point nine points. Uh, Chubba Hubba put up 15. He had himself a game Mm -hmm. this week. Uh, Puka Nakua, not so hot this week. Uh, 2.6. Does he have a bounce back week next week, you think? Yeah, he's he's still got a good target share. They just didn't throw it that much. They were they were kind of up by a lot. And Kyron Williams had most of the work that day. And Cooper Cup, yeah, yeah he got hurt. He's he's yeah, he did. Uh, Cooper Cup is back on top. He's he's not going anywhere. Nakua took a back seat, but I don't think it's as far back as uh, Atwell's back seat. Yeah. Um, McPherson put up seven point two. Uh, Lions defense put up seven. Um. Nobody really to bring up uh, over players. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to bring up Ahmed. You got a lucky touchdown. Uh, I'll bring him up because I said on the last podcast I couldn't give Scott full advice because there's still players I'm looking at. And I was waiting for Abanacanda to get hurt. And then right after the podcast, <coughs> I see Ahmed got picked up. I'm like, well, that was one of the fucking guys I was going to grab. He would have started in that Wandale slot, that, that Hunter Henry st- spot. And then a couple of days go by, and then uh, Jose, you grab Latavius Murray, who was the other guy I was looking at. I was like, "Motherfucker, I'm waiting all week for this guy to go out, and I couldn't, I couldn't fucking make these moves." Murray, Murray didn't kill me at four point five, but still better than Hunter Henry's point seven. So both these guys blocked me, and both of them set them. <laughs> both of them set the guys, and Joe, for that matter, who I bid me for Curtis Samuel, also set him. Who scored a touchdown? So all three of the moves I would have wanted to make <laughs> would have gotten me extra points, but I got triple cock blocked. And none of them earn points for any of the players that got them. I'm done. <laughs> All right. There you, there, there's that rat. There you go. I didn't know all that. Cool. Good to know. Do you have anything else on Isaac's team? I was just, I, I loved all three of Jalen Hurts' interceptions. Um, I was 
fully expecting him to have like a 32, 35 point game. And he didn't have that. There was a tush push that he had as you know, he's had probably every for the last every week for the last three or four weeks um, that got called short. They went to a commercial break, came back. We're like, oh, nope, just kidding. Like yeah. line judge said that was that was a, definitely a, uh, he broke the plane. And I was like, fuck. Um, and I thought like, that's a sign. Like I, I look for these signs to tell me, am I going to win? Am I going to lose? And I thought that was a sign that told me I was going to lose. Like, that's just how the, you know, the week's going to go or the matchup's going to go for me. So, um, th- yeah, that, that's, that's really the only, um, thing of note for me. Uh, Eckler, I love Eckler, the, the player. I love Eckler, the person. Um, he's not on my team anymore. So yeah, anytime I play the guys that I once had on my team, there's always that like, oh, like, please don't, please don't hurt me too bad. Um, and he did not hurt me too bad. So, um, don't yeah. hurt me. That's don't truly what it came down to. It was a head to head Keenan Allen versus Austin Eckler. The score was virtually tied. And first drive, you get that Keenan Allen touchdown on your side and, uh isaac was playing from behind the rest of the night and never quite i mean he was locked in on keenan allen that whole game love it what a match. And, and like what one a of match. one of eckler's first carries went for like what 15 20 yards and i was Something, like fuck yeah. or like it had to be like less than 15 but it looked good and i was like oh boy here we go it's gonna be a long night um but yeah no head to head like you said keenan allen v austin eckler Especially going against Isaac, who we kind of dubbed the co-witch with Miller. And already having that Monday night bullshit with Miller a couple weeks ago, I'm sure it was circling around in your head. Like, this is the one motherfucker I would not want to play against in this scenario. So, uh, I think he used most of his voodoo cursing William, which I appreciate. And uh, didn't have any left for you. I, yeah, Isaac. So, again, yeah, he's the, the, the one to stir the pot, poke the bear. And I just remember thinking, okay, like, just... I feel like with Miller's, you know, oh, buddy, you're going to lose this way. And then bringing it up in chat and then texting me, like, <laughs> I just wouldn't respond. So I was like, let me just do the opposite of what I what I did against Miller. And I was like, just, I was telling myself, like, just don't lay down. Like, when Isaac talks, you talk too. So that, that's, that's just kind of, it wasn't anything insane. It was just, you know, little comments here and there. But that's the, that's the one difference I felt myself making, um, just to make myself feel better if I did, if I did lose. You have a counter magic spell. Exactly. And my wand. All right, on these on your side, uh, Russell Wilson six point nine points. I know we knew that Thursday uh, night. Uh, Saquon Barkley nine point eight. Bum ankles of twenty four carries. Wasn't expecting that, and he was doing nothing until that. I swear he had sixty yards on two carries to end the game. Carries. And I'm really surprised uh, they did not. It was like one of the final drives, or maybe like in the fourth quarter for the Giants. Like they did not they were like on the one or the two and they chose not to go to Saquon Barkley um for that and I just feel like it, it I don't know in, in the fourth quarter you mean because they did yeah, it in the, the, to end the half too yeah no it was it was in the fourth quarter because I think that would have that would have won them the I game. Want, they needed the touchdown yeah 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 that, that yeah then that's that's what I'm referring to but I just remember thinking like oh that reminds me of oh, the Marshawn Lynch, Seattle Seahawks. When uh, they, he was just like he's he's doing solid. He's a big dude. He can break through that line, and they chose to throw it, and then you know threw yeah, a pick. So, it up. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Foreman put up six point seven points. Uh, Garrett Wilson had a, a decent game, nine points. Uh, your boy Adam Thielen, dude, looking good again. He My is, man, uh, out so there scoring. Thirty-three-year-old Adam Thielen, number six receiver points. on the year. 
I don't even, I don't even care. I, as I look at his game log, <laughs> look at week one. I needed three points from the motherfucker in guillotine. Absolute dog shit. Now that I don't need him, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go ahead and try the rest <laughs> of the entire season. Yeah, so fucking annoyed by that guy. I love him. I follow Fair him enough. on all socials. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a great dude. Hmm. Uh, George Kittle put up point uh, point ten point. Yeah, uh, Keenan Allen, that eleven oh. eleven projection. Remember we were talking about? I do remember this is, that. This is this is why luck was on your side, dude. Fourteen point five points. That's why you beat Eckler. Uh, Ramon J. Stevenson. All right, Woo! kept the faith. Got a touchdown. We talked man. about sitting him last I, time. I looked at Jesus' lineup and was like, "Where the fuck is he? Where's he? Did not sit him." And I, I, I scrolled down. I'm like, "All right, he just moved him." I was like, "All right, that, that I respect that. Like, you just gotta just shake it up, move it a little bit, put him in a different position, and maybe that'll that'll just wake him up." And and it did. It was so, for uh, it was between him or Debo Samuel, and I made the final call at a. 11:58 a.m. and 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 I remember thinking as soon as like 12 o'clock, 12:01 hit, whenever like the the games that have started, like the players lock in, like you can't like they gray out or they brighten up in your lineup. I remember that happening for Debo on the bench for me, and I was like, oh, I don't know <laughs> if I made the right call here. Like it just felt, I felt sick, I felt sick, and then I was like, okay, like I'm watching the 49ers game, like I just can't have Debo break off. Like if he has like seven or less, sure fine whatever but like anything more like like i would be just heartbroken i would just be devastated and i i could see it in my head like oh Debo samuel breaks off for a 70 yard touchdown run and it's you know five minutes to go in the first quarter and i'm like oh my god like of course so i i was like i felt like i was holding my breath um on that for a little bit and then Debo samuel gets hurt um yeah. in the first half and i just remember thinking oh my god i think i'm gonna win this matchup that's that's my sign that's my other sign i'm gonna win nice. And then he was out for the rest of the game. He was yeah. out for the rest of the game, but but yeah. So I put in Ramondre, uh, ten carries, forty six yards, a touchdown, five uh, catches for twenty four yards, and Ramondre went down um, uh, in in the first half or um, second or third quarter. Ramondre went down. They took him out of the game, and I got the alert that he's in the blue medical tent. And I was like, okay, like I celebrated way too early when Debo went down that I made the right call, and here I am with Ramondre Stevenson also getting injured. Um, but then he came back into the game and then they were like, oh yeah, like after, after he visited the blue medical tent, he had his helmet back on. Like he looks, I was hearing from other analysts, like he looks ready to go. Um, so I was like, okay, just, just get back in there and just don't do nothing. Like just, just do Ooh. something. Right. Um, and so, yeah, he, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's the best game he's had this season, um, by one fantasy point. Um, so yeah, I, I felt really, really good about that. And it's good to see him in the, in the double digits, digits again. Yeah, man. Congrats. Glad he finally scored for you. Thank you. <laughs> I was happy for you, for sure. Uh, Patterson put up 7.6 points for you in Chiefs defense 13. Um, yeah, man, I think notable players on your bench. You know, you mentioned, yeah, uh, benching Debo Samuel and then uh, Zeke Elliott, man. He got himself a touchdown. He scored um, right after Ramondre went out. And that that's what aw. pissed me off. That's what pissed me off. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, come on, man. Uh, so that's where that touchdown came from, and that's how it when it happened. Yeah, it was. I was so annoyed. Like, of course, yeah. No, but I mean, uh, again, you put up ninety eight points versus Isaac's eighty nine. Uh, I thought this was hilarious because Isaac put up in the chat trying to wake up the fucking chat and call me out uh, <laughs> against Mario's game and just everybody, and uh, we had the last laugh in the end because he ended up losing against you. 
He's he's even talking some shit to you. Um, I was like, "Who's we? You yeah. lost." I'm I'm okay. I he I'm I'm content <laughs> as long he, as Isaac lost too. He lost against D's and he opened his mouth. He looked silly, thinking I was gonna look silly because I didn't I wasn't gonna open my mouth, but then I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is so back and forth. I don't know what the lesson is here. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's no lesson. <laughs> Just talk shit. Just talk shit on the chat. That's what it's for. So I respect it. I guess. I don't know. Congrats, D's. Congrats, these three and Thanks, three. Man. Isaac's one and five. Isaac, man, the yeah. tragedy of the season. Uh, I, I think next next week is a good time to kind of go through some efficiency numbers and metrics and stuff because it's right at the halfway point on things. But there's some there's some little stats like points for and points against and max points for and things that sort of suggest maybe teams that should be better than their record shows. And I think Isaac is is one of the front runners in that metric, but. You know, sure. if it's not if it's not his his year this year, he has two first rounders and a pretty nice rookie class coming up next year. And the fact that he maybe should be more competitive than he is means like he might be poised for a, a really quick uh, work like turnaround if he gets the right pieces in place. Absolutely, I'm a believer. All right, last game the <laughs> the spilled milk runner up possibly. 0-5 Fonz going up against the league's number one offense, 4-1 and one Joe. Um, biggest talking point here, probably. Uh, I won't bury the lead. Fonz made quite a push at the end uh, as Joe was there to be had. His lowest output of the entire season. I think I'm making that up, but probably so. 81.14 points for Joe. He had a team that largely underperformed. Fonz comes up just... Short, 3.1 points shy of uh, tying and then surpassing Joe at 78.04. We thought for a minute if Brandon Aubrey could get an overtime kick, then we're all good. But then Herbert throws the pick, overtime goes away. So do Fonz's hopes for his first dub. Falls to 0-6. Joe improves to 5-1. and We'll do final standings here in a second. But um, yeah, maybe the biggest talking point here, Fonz had a, a little bit of a, a managerial miscue, and we were all kind of late to the party. I don't know at what time Dalton Kincaid was officially ruled out, um, but because of the lineup restrictions that this was the Sunday night game, most of the players on Fonz's bench had already played, therefore they were not movable or droppable. He simply just could not uh, add a player like Dawson Knox who was available in free agency. Now, Dawson Knox finished with 1.6, did not have the 3.2 points required for Fonz to get the win. The greatest irony here maybe is that Michael Mayer on his bench, 7.5 points would have been enough to get him over that hump in the win column. Again, I don't know what time inactives versus actives happen. I'm not sure if that uh, Raiders game was at noon or at 3 if he had a general idea. So it's, it's tough for me to pile on and say, it's just a, uh, it's tragic irony that uh, Michael Mayer could have been the difference instead of uh, a literal empty. He had nobody in the tight end spot in a game in which he lost by three points. So heartbreaker there yeah. outside of that. I, good. I was going to say real quick, Mario, I called him today, you know, uh, and asked him about it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened? What's what wrong happened? With you? Like, yeah, just what happened? And he was just like, Kincaid was supposed to play. He was questionable. He was supposed to play. Like they, it was like, 
he claims that it was a, a like a last minute sit, and then by the time you know, obviously, like he's not here, he's in Florida, and um, I guess by the time he noticed that Kincaid was a sit, there were no other moves that he could really make. Like Kilo Herbert was out or some shit. I, I it was just the whole thing. It was just a lack of paying attention to the team and and when people were um, reported to be out and. Uh, we even tried saying like, "Hey, go pick up John uh, um, Dawson Knox, Knox. Yeah. Dawson Knox," and uh, he couldn't because he had no room. And like everybody already played, he couldn't move anybody around. Yeah, it wasn't just a, a simple add-on. So the fact that it was such a close game <laughs> with that fuckery, dude, uh, really, I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I, you almost had it. You almost had it. Like, against all you had to see was, against like, Joe, you Norris. had the tight end. You know that that was there. And we've been making fun of you for it <laughs> all year. Like, this would have been the game, you know, to, like, throw it in our face and be like, yeah, what now, you know? But I don't know, man. That sucks. But it is what it is. That that designation came just before 6 p.m. Central Time for okay. Dalton Kincaid. So really too late. The, the real move would have been, and again, it's it's tough to even do when you're in normal circumstances, but let alone if you're out, if you're traveling the way he is, if you're at work. It's tough to stay on top, but the big one would have been like the heads up and why you kind of always need to stay on top. As soon as Khalil Herbert had the out designation, move him. Move him just yep. in case to free yourself up. Again, Dawson Knox would not have made the difference on this one. Uh, I, again, I'm not sh- I can't remember if the Raiders were the early game. No, they were the late game because I put Hunter Henry in late. So uh, it wouldn't have mattered because the, the the game was already underway. He, he wouldn't have known. Um, he would have had to have been paying really close attention to Kincaid. So maybe almost impossible situation. Maybe the blame doesn't lie there so much as in like a David Montgomery getting hurt for a 3.3 right. outing when he had double digits in every single game he had played. This time he has his worth. He just needed six. He had 13, 11, 32, 18, just going off. And then, of course, he gets hurt this game. Uh, he's had a lot of wavering feelings on Dak. Dak puts up 24.8. <laughs> 11 okay. points over Matt Stafford, who got the start against Arizona. None of us even questioned that. We like we saw Stafford was in. We're like, Arizona? Yeah, sure, he's got his receivers back, whatever. Turned out to be a, a very critical, critical swap. Kyron Williams showed up for him, but then got hurt. Who knows if he would have squeezed out some more points. Olave and CD had some decent games. And then Di Mercado, like you said, uh, we expected a little bit more usage. They only touched the ball three times, got 17 yards out of it and then uh yeah kicker defense and shark like i think Dude. i'm gonna place the biggest blame not on michael mayer not on the tight end. it was a really tough situation to get out of but on like as far as most actionable things on david montgomery getting hurt i think if montgomery doesn't get hurt everything's different because I, I don't blame him for sitting deck like deck could just come off such an embarrassing game and stafford had been looking better and yeah, the tight end thing. If it came in at six p.m., he just got fucked by the by the start. The fact that it was a late game. Um, uh, yeah, and like we said, Dawson Knox wouldn't have even mattered. So yeah, right. I think that David Montgomery thing was the real the real X factor here. I think the way you said it, if I was listening, I can't wait till my brother listens and be like, "Well, fuck me." Like that. That just sounds like a lot of fucking bad luck <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> Of just like people going down and not producing as they were and not starting the right guy and just just one thing after another. So uh, 
like all those things yeah. had to happen. Like Kincaid being the and late game did. and yeah. being like being designated out too late because Michael Mayer would have been the guy. He had nobody else unless he wanted to sign somebody. But I feel like he would have put in Mayer just because fucking why not? We've been shitting on the guy and he came off a, a semi-decent game. Um, but yeah, Matt Stafford doing nothing. He just needed 16 points. Montgomery getting hurt is the absolute biggest one. Biggest one. But this is the this is the second. I'm questioning his roster management decisions because this is the second week in a row that he's had the issues with roster management. Because I remember last week making fun of him, making fun of him, saying like he couldn't do something because we were all like recommending he moves this person to this position. He was like, I can't, I can't. And I remember making fun of him, going, I can't, I can't. And then he said it. He, he said it. In chat this uh, on Sunday when he, we were like, you need to do this, move this player. And he's like, I can't, I can't, they already played. I'm just like, <laughs> so I was cracking up by myself, uh, thinking thinking back to last week. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember the I can't, but I cannot remember the situation. I'm trying to remember the situation too. I just, yeah, I, I, I can't think of it right now, but I can't. <laughs> That's going to be his that next team name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, over to the winning side. Joe, who narrowly escaped the clutches of Fonz. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think I think it was you, Jose, or maybe it was Fonz. You said, oh, I might think about sitting Cousins for mm-hmm. Purdy, and then we pointed out the weather, and you're like, ah, no, maybe not. I actually turned out to be right. Purdy had his worst game, maybe of his career, 12 for 27, only 7.7. Now, Kirk was technically correct. Uh, not much better, though, 8.74, so just kind of a blah all around. Uh, McCaffrey, we know got hurt, but not before getting his fucking every week touchdown. That that bet it continues to to roll on. Whoever roll on. keeps doubling down on the anytime touchdown. Uh, Damian Pierce maybe a little um, point of concern going into yes. the bye week, as we said, only a thirty three percent snap share, maybe falling out of favor a little bit after uh, after not really performing uh, up to expectations. It would seem. Devontae Adams, you brought up earlier, had actually not too great of a game. Uh, only two catches for 29 yards. I don't think he was hurt. Dealing with a shoulder issue appeared to be less than 100%. Okay, so he was hurt. Um, yeah, I guess follow that closely. Coming off three kind of rough games, 7.5, 4.5, and now 2.9. Sees the Bears next week. That is a get-right game if I've ever seen one. We'll see. Yep. Uh, we'll see what his practice reports look like. I mean, if he's playing, you can't. You can't really sit him. Just do there. Uh, Mike Evans, pretty modest outing, but 10 targets. Uh, Travis Kelsey, we saw on Thursday night. KJ Osborne in place of Justin Jefferson, maybe bumped up one spot on the depth chart. Uh, Four for 48, whatever. Ugly game like we talked about, Kirk Cousins. I don't know. We'll see how drastic uh, Justin Jefferson not being there is. I thought the other guys were talented enough, but maybe we're going to see – if this continues, how important uh, he really is to open up that offense. Terry McLaurin, pretty nice game. Six for 81, 8.1, no touchdowns. Uh, this is the big one. William, we talked about Mr. Automatic, kicker number 29 on the season. You talk about a get-right game. Fucking, of course, of course, <laughs> against Fonz. Has the biggest game by a mile. Only his second game in double digits all year. <laughs> Went from kicker 29 to kicker 17 in the span of one game because he kicked and made all six of his field goal attempts to lock in 18.7. And again, like 
if he only has 15, Fonz wins. It's like he, the guy comes alive yeah. at the worst possible time on this one. Yeah. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, Joe, I, I don't mean to say I'm rooting against Joe. I know like a lot of the comments, I was trying to find a path to, to get Fonz win. It's more about Fonz getting that one win. I'm just pulling for the underdog. It's not against you, yeah. Joe. Although, you know, you and I are competing for first and second place. But he could have afforded to lose a, to make to get a loss. Just trying to get the one. I just would have loved the disrespect, as I said, that Fonz is like, who's this, number one? No, I don't need a tight end. Fuck that. And he goes out and still wins at <laughs> 0-5. Uh, but yeah, Tucker fucking comes alive as always, as always. Yeah, and I specifically talked shit about that. That's you said why cut him. My kicker did. My my kicker probably did shit. That's what. That's what makes it hard to talk oh, shit. No <laughs> Still gonna do it though. Fuck it. Good. Make it more fun. Yeah, Tucker back to automatic six for six, and uh, he actually missed an extra point. I just realized that. So what not, a loser. <laughs> yeah, cut him. Got him again. Yeah. And then uh, Buffalo defense, just uh, six points against the other guys. I think that's that's really it. We didn't have – I mean, maybe a point of emphasis for a preview. Dalton Schultz starting to come alive. Three straight games with a touchdown now as C.J. Stroud continues to get better. Seems like he might be finding a, uh, a favorable end zone target. Now you have Kelsey. Maybe good insurance. Maybe a second flex. Ask Isaac. Sometimes two tight ends works out. But good, somebody, good value for a third round pick. Trade it away for him. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Yeah, you're welcome, Joe. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> just wait, just wait till Juwan Johnson comes back. Uh, I think that's it. Unless you guys have anything for Joe, I don't. I don't. That was covered pretty well. I was uh, also, well, I, I was rooting against Joe. Still a little salty from his uh, post-week two comments uh, made towards me, but <laughs> love the guy. Uh, n- not currently in fan. I don't love him currently in fantasy, but love, love love the human that Joe is. But yeah, I was pulling for Fonz here. We all collectively pull for Fonz. Um, with that, we finished all of them. One quick update through the standings, starting from the bottom. CB at the bottom, right where his namesake says, the only person with a zero still in their win-loss column. Oh, and six, Fonz. And God, we talked about it for the preview. He goes up against Scott, his worst nightmare. And he's got five players on bye and two running backs injured. Just fucking, <laughs> it's not getting better anytime soon. Fonz. Uh, he comes in at 12th place, uh, narrowly behind Castro, who he, he actually has 40 more points than. Fonz has 40 more points than Castro. Castro got the one win against Fonz. That's the separator here. Comes in at 1-5. and five. Isaac uh, has 80 more points than even Fonz and 130 more points than Isaac or than Castro, but he's still tied with both with uh, Castro at 1-5. Uh, then Scott comes in at two and four. Noe, eighth place, two and four. Jose, you're sitting in seventh, technically, at three and three on record, although you do own the points tiebreaker over both sixth place, Work, who's four and two, and fifth place, uh, Miller, four and two. Very interesting race to watch as that little jumble continues to, for the uh, second half of the season. Coming in at fourth place, also at four and two, is Justin. And then William, you fell from first to third with your one loss at five and one. Uh, Joe, second place at five and one. And me have a narrow points edge over Joe for first place 
also at five and one. Cool, cool dude. Cool, cool, uh, <laughs> cool, cool to see you all at the top. Yeah, I'm uh, slowly making my way. Hopefully, I make the cut in uh, seven weeks. You're fighting. You're fighting and scraping. Uh, having having a decent little points edge um, as you're hovering around down there is is a good feeling. I'm fucking. I'm holding on for dear life. I'm taking each of these wins that I can because I've already lost Jefferson. I've already lost Nick Chubb. I've just lost Justin Fields. I had fucking Tyreek pull up with his hammy. So like I am. We talk about Joe's team falling apart. I am. Uh, I'm right behind him with some of these fucking injuries here. And not to mention like. Brees and Javante, my one, two, they're both coming off ACL, like terrible injuries. So it just, I'll, I'll take the five and one. I'm happy with the way the offense is done, particularly the, you know, AJ Brown, Tyree Kill types, but a um, lot of season, a lot of season left to go. It's anyone's game. Yeah. Good job. Well, I think we've done it. Came in under two hours still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. William, thanks for showing up like a man, taking your medicine. I am a man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I respect you. <laughs> respect this. We wish you good luck. You you won't be here for the preview. Is that right? You're going to be out of town? Uh, it depends when y'all do the preview, but uh, probably not. Um, I'll be out uh, most, I'll be out all Thursday and most of Friday. Probably, probably won't be back Friday like night, like 7, 8, 8 o'clock at night. So. Mm. Yeah, I guess we'll figure it out. We'll try and get your brother in either way, and uh, maybe we'll get a fourth if uh, if anyone's open to it. I'm gonna be so nice to Fonz on the next one. <laughs> He's not gonna be nice to you. No, oh, I know. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you I'll said. I heard it all. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard what you said. <laughs> all right, guys. See you for the preview. Hey, hey everybody. Big Willie, sign out.